0: You're listening to the Bears Sports Network. Network Ten,
1: 9. Ignition sequence start. 6 5 4 3 2 1. Zero. all in running. Lift off. We have
0: a lift off. Live on the Bears Sports Network it's the Eastern Conference Championship game. Featuring your Boyertown Bears taking on the Tigers of Fleetwood. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. In-home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Moyer Industrial Contractors of Gilbert'sville. Muscle Massage Therapy LLC. Exeter Gutter Cleaning. High Pressure Washing and Painting. And CB Realty One. Now to the broadcast booth. Here are your announcers. Rick Hunter and Eric Butcher.
2: Good evening and welcome to the Eastern Conference Championship here on the Bears Sports Network. Tonight the Bortown Bears travel to Fleetwood, PA to take on the 6-4 Tigers. We'll have all the action at the top of the hour. Your pregame show is brought to you by In-Home Oxygen, 103 Lancaster Ave in Reading.
3: In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-Home Oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading call 610-929-2004 in home oxygen
2: Welcome back to Fleetwood PA as we are here live for the Eastern Conference Championship tonight between the Boyertown Bears and the Fleetwood Tigers. Boyertown has fought through a tough, tough season this year, Eric. What do you think? Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game, Rick. It will indeed. So a couple of games they wish to have back and I had a chance to actually talk to coach Miller this week. Interviewed him at practice on Wednesday and here's what he had to say. It's Rick Hunter with the Bear Sports Network. I'm here with Coach TJ Miller. Coach last week you guys were coming off a tough loss against Norristown. You come into a mud bowl of a game at Upper Bear with Upper Marion. First time you play these guys in forever. And no points scored against them. You're down thirteen nothing in the first half. What's the mentality at halftime?
4: Been telling at halftime is we just got to do what we've been doing all year, and that's fight. We really weren't that concerned. I knew that our seniors were going to take over, and the vibe in the locker room was exactly that—they were ready to go. Um, we told them this is it you know you have one more half and they came out there and they embraced it and they played defensively they played lights out in the second uh, in the second half was really happy with our defensive side of the ball
2: yeah it looked like in the first couple of series they come out and they're able to move the ball pretty well and then all of a sudden you guys just got their number and started shutting them down guys stepping up
4: yeah i mean luke wardway had a great week last week played phenomenal and you know luke wardway is just a flat-out ball player he can play both sides of the ball you know, whoever picks him up next year is going to be very fortunate because they're going to get a really good ball player um so you know Know, Gavin Chamberlain's playing really well inside there too, and our defensive line you know, finally, uh, you know, got it together last week. Nate Deming played well, Jason Akery, Kyle Pry, Cole Marinello. They all they all stepped up last week. Um, we limit fumbles on the offensive side of the ball. Then it's, it's a different game.
2: A yeah, different. well, the conditions definitely play a part in that. Sure. Struggling with some injuries this year. Jason Oaks has been out for the last couple weeks. Brandon Shane, Kate Sennett has a hand injury. Coming into this week, anybody
4: able to come back for this game? No, we're pretty much where we've, where we've been at. So, I mean, it's next man up and it's been that way. And our kids that are filling in, Jason Wright filling in and did a great job. He has developed over the last three years and we're extremely happy with him in, in particular with how he's filling in and ready to go. You know, he's if we need a guy, we call Jason Wright. G- uh,
2: Gio D'Addario to step in on both sides of the ball and help out a little bit, another sophomore coming up.
4: Yeah, Gio, uh, you know, long arm, strong, you know, has a good football attitude to him. and. You know, we can't say enough about him, about him either. Both sides of the ball, learned some positions in the last two weeks, and he's starting to play well. So you're going to face Tanner Maddox this week at Fleetwood, yep. Villanova commit,
2: to uh, having a great year, obviously. What's your game plan, you think, to try and shut him down?
4: Yeah, the, the one thing you got to do with uh, number three is you got to contain him. I mean, he will run. You know, it's almost like watching Madden that he will run back 30 yards, come up, you know, and still gain yards off of it. He's super athletic. He's agile. He has great balance. You know, he can throw the ball, but his feet might be just as good as his uh, as his arm. So we got we just got to keep him contained and then keep an eye on 15 as well.
2: Yeah, a couple big guys up there. We talked earlier in the week about the size of their line 6'3, yes. 280. They got some big linemen up there. Yep. So obviously, your guys are going to step up in that regard a little bit.
4: This week as well. Yeah, we you know we're a little bit undersized this week going on our offensive line, and we've been uh, undersized the last couple of weeks. We have rely on our speed, but you know, Michael Ricci has been doing a great job inside there. Cole Marinello has been doing a great job. Ben Gangwer and James Taburon coming out for football for his first time, being a, a starter, you know, in his senior year, playing his first time, he's figuring it out. So, you know, we're happy to be playing in November. We want to win in November though.
2: So what are your keys going into this week? I mean, what do you think is the best way that you can prepare the boys to get ready for a team like
4: Fleetwood? we got to try to keep the ball away from number three. That's just that we got to keep the ball away from number three. Um, And we got to prepare them for a championship game, because that's what it is. There's a trophy in line. Someone's going to come home with it on Friday. And
2: congratulations on getting to that point. That's awesome. Thank you. So what are your thoughts, your recap for the year? How do you think the year
4: went this year? I love the senior class. I mean that—that's it. I love the senior class. They are great leaders, and that goes back to, you know, the class when they were sophomores that were uh, that were leaders. Then um, they learned a lot about, they learned a lot from them, so they're modeling that. So, you know, I love this senior class. They led. They're showing these younger guys how to play the game of football. Can't say enough about them.
2: Gonna miss those guys next year. And I'm, I'm gonna miss calling them out too. Yeah, but you absolutely. have another class coming up through. That's we, gonna, another young we group.
4: We do. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of juniors on the field. We got a lot of sophomores on the field. So we're excited about next year. But we'll worry about that on Saturday morning. Absolutely. Well, we thank you for your time, Coach. Yeah, and Good you. luck. Thank next you for all you do. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. So, some
2: thoughts from Coach Miller this week as uh, he prepares for the Eastern Conference Championship and the Bears. Last week, they go against. Upper Mary and a team they don't play for nearly 80 years, Eric, and try to get, you know, in a sloppy, muddy game. Um, the Bears go down 13 to nothing in the first half, not looking good for them, a lot of turnovers, a little bit more discipline on penalties than they were in previous weeks, even with the weather. I think maybe the refs were being a little forgiving in that game. Yeah,
5: I, I think you're right, Rick. I think the refs at some point said, you know what, we're soaking wet, the kids are freezing, let's just let them play some ball.
2: Yeah, so they go down 13-0 in the first half, and then the Bears finally get their number on defense. The front fours start putting you know, a stop on for you know, this offense that just seems to run all over them in the you know first three series they, they go out. And ultimately, they come back, put points on the board. Roman Marinella runs back 65 yards on a punt return for a touchdown in the second half, and then another sweep to the left side as he runs in for another 36-yard touchdown and then finally capped off basically as a game winner after Upper Merion did answer those points but then the game winner coming back with Leo Egby dragging <laughs> six guys on his back uh, 19 yards
5: 6 6 I, I could have swore it was I could have swore it was the whole defense there were several times and I was talking to some people this week of of all the plays that I've seen the way that Leo Egby literally took our team and the other team on his back did. to to get down the field he's he's a powerhouse he really is
2: So the Tigers take the field here. We are on top of the press box tonight out in the weather, and I couldn't be happier to be out here tonight, Eric. Honestly, the (laughs) weather has not affected me one bit. No, compared to last
5: week, it's a lot better than last week.
2: So we will be near the speaker tonight, so bear with us on that regard. So the Bears come up with a big, big win last week. They sent Upper Marion to a lower bracket. Upper Marion does make it to the playoffs, but they're at the bottom of the pile, and the Bears come in here this week to qualify for an Eastern Conference Championship against a Fleetwood team that takes care of Kutztown with, with ease last week, yeah. but not enough to get them into the 14-team field for the district playoffs. They come in at number 15 and ultimately face the Bears, but they get home field advantage. So that sets up the, pay, the, the stage for tonight as Town's getting ready to take the field and we're getting ready to get this one on their way tonight. And I, I, can't tell you the excitement that I've seen in these players this week to have one more game. These seniors have yep. one more shot at coming out here and taking it to another team. And playing in November, as Coach T.J. Miller said, you know. And you, pre- walk,
5: and you walk away with a trophy. Yeah, so somebody's yeah. walking
2: away with some hardware tonight as they're going to prepare for this one. And, and I can see this being a battle here tonight. So the story here with Fleetwood is number three, Tanner Maddox. is a Villanova commit. And the ability that he has on this field, as you heard in that interview with Coach Miller, is you got to stop number three. And not only do you have to stop him offensively, you know, defensively, he's a safety. He's also the kicker in some film that I saw and the punter, so never leaves the field at all. And, you know, with his size and his talent, his agility, his balance, he proves to be one of the best players in the area for a team that's only existed for 21 years yeah. up here in Fleetwood. And what a beautiful stadium it is. And Beautiful night for football. It is to play in November. I'm yeah. excited to get this one underway. Absolutely, we'll be getting ready for the uh, coin toss. Coin toss here and the national anthem and the national anthem and the anthem. football game. If you forgot, just taking a look over there <laughs> on the team, seeing what's going on. So. So announcing the starting players for tonight, and then they just announced Leo Egby, and that's something that you know, we watched in pregame tonight while they were warming up, is the difference in the personnel that Coach Miller was using yeah, in warm-ups. Yeah, it was fantastic. If
5: he did what he did in warm-ups, it's gonna
2: be something that we haven't
5: really seen this year. We
2: we, we see week in and week out that he kind of sticks with a plan, he sticks with a, you know, a running back that he uses him most of the game. Tonight we saw Kate Seneca in the ball, we yep. saw Gavin Chamberlain lighting up wide, we saw Ryder Garris going in at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, I talked to Coach Miller again, and, and to reference that, that conversation, uh, no change here tonight as far as personnel with any injuries. With these guys being able to come back and play, Brandon Shane, senior, not able to come back and play. Sophomore Jason Oaks is also not able to play tonight. Looking, I mean, a shutdown corner all season long, able to get a pass on him, but you're not going to go more than five no. yards with that ball. So. Having Not having him in a championship game like this, it hurts, but you have Ryder Garris back there at free safety to help out, and Roman Marinello storming around at strong safety. And, Eric, you and I talked about, you know, before the game tonight is how you put, set up a defense against this offense here. So Yeah,
5: I mean – I think the the keys to Boydertown's defense right now, obviously they've been running 4-4 four four all year. It would be nice to see maybe a 4-3 f- you know, and put somebody on a monster, which I don't know if you change it this late in the season. I think the keys are the first thing is corners got to stay home, corners got to protect. Defensive ends, they have to keep their outside arm free, turn everything inside to the linebackers. The, the, the rest of the line has to play in that one to three to four yard barrier and not try to overcommit to the quarterback. Because I watched film on this quarterback and he will drop back 10 to 15 yards and still get to the line of scrimmage and gain another 20 yards. When you think you have him, you don't. And when our guys do drop
2: back in pass coverage, they have to keep their head on the swivel
5: because he will run if he's under pressure.
2: Yeah, uh, if he drops back 30 yards, I mean, like you said, he's not down. No, you know, you no. got to, you're got you going to have to be able to contain and keep an eye on him the entire game and, and not lose sight of him. Putting the rush on him tonight probably isn't going to be your key no. to trying to keep him down. Putting a blitz, stock in the box not gonna be things that you're gonna be able to do. You're gonna have to shoot those gaps and put that pressure on yes. him and make him run, but then have somebody to spy on him and contain, like yeah. you said. Or, or make him run up the middle,
5: rush from the outside in, make him come up to where all your meat is.
2: So we're getting ready for the National Anthem here as the team gets ready The announcer right next to us. So it's gonna be a long night with that tonight, Eric, but I'm yeah. happy to be up here as long so as he the keeps the match m- announcing Boyertown. So the hats are off, and we'll pause for the national anthem. So we're set to get this one going here in Fleetwood for the Eastern Conference Championship. The Bears are ready to take on a tough team, a tough Fleetwood Tigers team, here at Tiger Stadium Raybus Field on a nice, what, 40 degrees right now, Eric? Yeah, I I would probably say about 40. (laughs) Let's check the technology here. 43. 43
5: 43 43 degrees
2: going down to about 32 tonight. So Fleetwood taking care of Kutztown last week as Tanner Maddox, was 80 for this season. He's at 80 for 153 with 1,278 yards and 11 touchdowns on the season. And last week had a game as, but as Bordertown had their game, Egby ran for 145 yards and the Bears win 19 to 13. So the Bears will kick this one off. Back deep to receive is Gavin Morris for the Tigers, he's back at the nine yard line. So the Bears in their normal huddle set, they will spread out of this and kick this one off a little unorthodox. Yeah, this will probably be one of the few times we don't see number three on the field, huh? Exactly, he will be on the field the rest of the night as he's defense, offense, and kicking. So Zach Foskey in. Maybe we want this, you know, if we score enough, we won't see him on the field very often. So a foot is through it, it's a short kick back to the 35 yard line where it's taken and he's brought down immediately at the 40 yard line by Gio Diderio, And that is where Tanner Maddox will start his bid here for the Tigers. 40 yard line. This is going to be the first series. This is going to be where the
5: defense needs to set the tone for, to what we're going to do for the rest of the night. Try to
2: set the tone, but try to figure it out too. And and, and to your point, uh, yes. But ultimately, you know, last week at Upper Marion they took them three series to get in, you know, in the sink. But you really can't wait that long with Tanner Maddox at quarterback. So Maddox in the gun, three receivers right, motion left. He's back. He'll hand off. Back pitch. Ooh, fl- 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 He's going deep down the down the field. He's got his man at the 40, and he's brought down by Ryder Garris at the 12-yard line. So Fleetwood on a flea flicker, pitch and a throw down to Gage Moyer, and he's brought down to the 12-yard line of Boyertown, and Fleetwood's got their foot on the pedal early. Yeah, I mean, this is one thing that we struggled with a lot this year, is kind of that
5: big play potential. All the little dink and dunk stuff, we've been very able to kind of contain that stuff right there, the receiver, you know, again, you gotta have your head on the swivel. Just
2: because they fake run doesn't mean they're gonna do it. You gotta stay with your receivers. So Boyertown trying to get it figured out here quick and then Fleetwood comes out with a big, you know, big pass down the seam. And I watched them in practice this week and I mean that was a little bit of trouble trying to work on that secondary. So Maddox hands off up the middle and he'll go back to the line of scrimmage and gain for no gain to Gavin Morris on the carry for Fleetwood. Ryder Garrison at free safety tonight again, and like I said, I watched a little bit in practice this week. They're, watching, they're, they're really working on that secondary this week to try to figure out, you know, watching that deep ball, being the deepest guy on the field, which we preach to all of our players all the time, especially at the youth level. Don't ever get beat deep, obviously, if the pass comes in. At least be there if you can't defend it to bring them down. And that's one of that Jason Oaks really brought to the table for the Bears. Yes. Maddox in the gun, single setback, trips right. Morris in motion, Maddox back to pass, he'll try to sweat, and in and out of his hands, incomplete for for Tristan McFarlane for the Tigers. So a third and 10 here for the Tigers with 10.45 left to play in the first, and (laughs) a big play takes him down, but ultimately Boyertown's able to stop him thus far.
5: And I mean, I'm pretty sure that I remember us talking when we were doing our pregame talk Number three is their kicker, correct? Yeah, he so is. So even when yeah. they line up for a field goal, doesn't
2: necessarily mean they're kicking. Indeed, so they can do pretty much anything out of that set. So Maddox in the gun, three left, one right, single setback. He's taking a look, he's back to pass. He's gonna scramble, we talked about this. He's gonna run it. Nice and tackle. dropped at the 10 yard line. BIG STOP FOR BOYER TOWN HERE WITH 10.33 LEFT TO PLAY IN THE FIRST. SO THAT WILL BRING UP A FOURTH AND ABOUT SEVEN ON THE PLAY. AND WE'LL SEE WHAT THEY DECIDE TO DO HERE. OBVIOUSLY, THEY'RE GOING TO KEEP THEIR OFFENSE ON THE FIELD. THAT WAS A GREAT CONTAIN. THAT'S WHAT WE NEED TO
5: DO. YOU WORK HIM, WORK HIM TO THE SIDELINES. USE THE SIDELINES AS YOUR you know, your 12TH MAN ON THE DEFENSE.
2: SO HE HAS A SLOT MAN THAT COMES OUT FROM THE LEFT SIDE OF THE LINE. and. The, Tigers moving from right to left on our vantage point here and not enough to get it to him so he has to take off and run and it's just not enough and the contain is there so Maddox in the gun fourth and nine he's back to pass looking for the end zone deep and nice defense, nice right, defense there. right there broken yeah. up no flag and that is the Gio Daddario that was beautiful that breaking was it up in the end zone so fantastic. a turnover on downs
5: Great. I, I, I like these refs because that play right there. That's a play. For the, la- for the last couple
2: weeks, that has been the same play, and they fra- flagged it. Absolutely. So, I, I, the, you can't ask for better. I mean, you got a championship game tonight. Yeah. Let them play. So, Gio DiDario on some amazing coverage there. Yeah, that there. was great coverage. Sophomore playing this year, and he stops them in the end zone. So, that'll be a turnover on downs as Boyertown will take over from the 10 yard line, first and 10 with 9.50 to play in the that first. Was,
5: right there was a big stop. This is where the momentum we need. Get our, cra- get our crowd into it. Panarello, the oh, oh, snap. Bad. Oh and, no,
2: safety. And Panarello fumbles the snap and it'll be a safety on the Bears. So a great Panarello. defensive stand, one miscue. Maybe the snap wasn't called. You cold know, hands as a
5: quarterback. I mean, at this point, I mean, it is you know, it is cold. I mean,
2: miscommunication, but you know, I, a defense. It, like, listen, it's two to nothing.
5: Yeah. It's two. not seven to. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, what last week you had a baseball score six to two. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was Phoenixville and Owen J. Roberts, and Phoenixville was able to knock off Owen J. Roberts. <laughs> I honestly surprised <laughs> yeah, me that's beat a big them surprise. six to two, which knocks Owen J. Roberts further down in the standings, and they have a playoff game tonight as they headed down south to Downingtown. But ultimately uh, not able to get up in the rankings far enough to help them lead through district. So Bordertown's gonna have to get the free kick to Fleetwood here after the safety. Yeah, I think
5: at this point I think you let Fosky's legs fly and don't try to do that little short kick like we did in the beginning of the game. Let it get deep. It, give border. us give us some field play, you know, to play with.
2: So Bordertown will come on for the free punt. I got to imagine Eisenhardt is in the punt this one yeah, as the punter. I don't I see I was watching
5: it. him punt before the game, and he was punting
2: 40 plus yards easy. For Eisenhard. So Eisenhard will punt this one. They're in their set. They'll talk about it. Fleetwood lines up on the 30. Gavin Morris back deep at the 30 to return. We'll wait for the punt. The whistle. He cues it up, there's the whistle and the kick into the nighttime sky. It crosses the 50 down to the 40 and Good. gets a town bounce, bounce all the way down to the 27 yard line where town will jump on him, but not enough. He'll break three or four tackles and come back up to the 40 yard line. So Fleetwood will start this from their own 40 yard line. I didn't see who was on the return there. Gavin Morris was on our side. Looks like it was Moyer. So Gage Moyer on the return for the Tigers. And Boyertown will have to show up defense here again. Yeah. I mean,
5: in the first couple few games that we had, we, we kind of complimented about how the defense was struggling a little bit in the last two games, or the, at least the last game. The defense really stepped up. And I, made, I was talking to some people this week, and I said, if, if we come out like we did in the second half last week and keep that
2: momentum, we'll be fine. Maddox hands off up the right side. He'll drag a few guys with him, almost up to midfield to about the 47 yard line. It's like Gavin Morris. Yep. Gavin Morris on the carry for the Tigers. Not enough to move the sticks, bring up a second and two for Fleetwood. With 9-16 left to play in the first. This game tonight is sponsored by Moyer Industrial Contractors of Gilbertsville. They are proud of the Boardtown Bears. Good luck tonight, boys. Ref calls Official timeout. timeout. Official it, timeout here. I think. So scoring update from Exeter. They are playing Southwestern in their first round of the playoffs tonight. They are up seven to nothing at the halfway through the first so Jerry yeah I got the text hey listen we're bouncing them back and forth we gotta keep the broadcast going so if you're not sure or haven't heard about us Jerry Gelf media we do do Exeter and we also do Berks Catholic which I'll actually be heading to next week to do commentation on a color commentating for Berks Catholic I'm looking forward to that with working with an all-star up there so Fleetwood we'll get a minute to talk about it Bordertown Trying to stop this first down right here as Fleetwood's knocking on the door and head midfield. 9.06 left to play in the first. Tanner Maddox will bring him up to the line. He's got three receivers to the right. Single setback, one far to the left. Gio Dario on the coverage. Motion and across. Right to left. Maddox hands it off up the middle. Great stop and by And looks G. like it'll be enough for a first down on the second effort. Didn't have it at first. He was stopped. But yeah, he was stopped. He pushes through. And it looks like Gavin Mars on the carry there. will cross midfield into Bordertown territory on the 49-yard line. So first and 10 for Fleetwood. This first down is brought to you by Moyer Industrial Contractors of Gilbertsville. Call us at 610-367-6250 for all your steel fabrication and industrial piping needs. That's Moyer Industrial Contractors. Maddox out of the gun. He's back to swing pass. Bubble screen up the left side. He beats a man down to about the 44-yard line. And a flag comes in late. So Gavin Morris on the reception. Gavin Chamberlain again on the stop. We've talked about him a lot this season, Eric. And
5: I I, I shudder to see that flag because we've been plagued with flags quite a few the last couple games. We need to keep it under composure. A lot more discipline than than last week. Okay, on Fleetwood.
2: A lot more discipline last yes, week as far yes, as penalties. Yes, I mean, yes. you know, Norristown, we, we worry about discipline in terms of keeping our mouth shut. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. You know, so a lot of guys chirping out there all night long, like you said, getting chippy. Yeah. I love that one. So, and and getting personal fouls all night. I mean, yeah. you got two personal fills back-to-back and, and 30 <laughs> yards, it <laughs> kills you. So then last week, Upper Marion does the same thing in, in Boardtown and has to pay, the you know, get, get ultimately benefits from it. Maddox in the gun. He's back to pass. He's looking deep down the seam. Marinello in broken up by Roman Marinello. That's That's what we need right there. So, again, I I hate to come back to it over and over, but I am practice on Wednesday, and I'm kind of watching these guys in their coverage, and I'm watching them in their scheme, and they'll go, you know, a bear coverage. They call it Nemo coverage, and you got Marinello coming over the top. Now, his man does get a step on him, but Marinello's got enough speed there to get that hand up does not touch the receiver and able to block the pass. I mean, pass. he has
5: given up quite a couple inches too. That receiver is pretty tall.
2: So that penalty was against Fleetwood and now an incomplete pass. So the Tigers back in their own territory for a second and 15 with 8.06 left to play in the first. Maddox, he's gonna bootleg up the right side, almost oh. got down in the backfield on a slip tackle. He's running down the right sideline, and eventually. that was was
5: great defense right there. You you kept pushing him to the sidelines. Like I said, shut down number three. Our sidelines is going to be the key tonight.
2: So Roman Marinello pushes him out of bounds at about the 45-yard line. Looks like they'll spot it at the 47 on the far sideline. And his brother had
5: Roman. Yeah. Cole Marinello. Yeah, Cole Marinello had the uh, first hit on him, kind of helped push him outside more.
2: Loved it, and and you get to see Cole Marinello next year as he's only a junior. So, I mean, playing center, but also playing on the defensive line, and and what a stud he's been this year. Oh, absolutely. So a third and eight here for Fleetwood as Maddox is in the gun. Big stop. 7.57 left to play in the first. Maddox, quick turnaround, almost sacked by Chamberlain. He's gonna have to run got to watch him he's down past the 40 yard line looks like the ball might have come out and they'll say down by contact so Maddox crosses for the first down again like coach said got to watch him it's like playing Madden yeah, with I mean, him he gets G- loose Gavin was in there Gavin
5: Chamberlain we, we, yeah we've talked about it a couple of times about wrapping and tackling we've seen some times where we've had guys stopped and we haven't stopped them and that was a great for instance he had a free shot on him I mean, that's not Tom Brady back there. You can actually hit this quarterback and you won't get
2: a flag. (laughs) Yeah, there's no tuck rule here. (laughs) So so Maddox breaks free on that. Gavin Chamberlain in there, almost on the sack, being brought down. I want to call it a holding call, but Maddox in the gun, two left. Single setback, handoff, right side. And eventually brought out of bounds. So Gage Moyer on the carry for Fleetwood. Not enough for a first. Gain of about six on the play. Seven oh nine left to play in the first.
5: Wow, they gave him a really good spot.
2: Yeah, I thought he, I, you know, like those yeah. about a gain of seven. So I'm going to say a gain of nine they gave him on that. So a second and one for the Tigers here was six fifty seven left to play in the first. Now I
5: thought in high school football, Rick, all players but the quarterback have to go in a huddle.
2: I honestly, Eric, I'm not sure. Because number sure. four never went into the huddle. So Maddox out of the gun. Two receivers left, handoff to Morris up the right side. He's brought down at the 24-yard line, but not after gaining a first down for the Tigers. So Maddox will come over and get the call. And, and this is something that I I don't remember when we played And again two decades ago, Eric. But you know you come out here and these quarterbacks all season long from every team we've ever watched, they come to the sideline and get the play call. And we had signals. I, yeah. I mean. You know, I don't even see wristband play out there, you know, calling a number and a wristband. They didn't even do that at the middle school level. Yeah, I don't know. Maddox in the gun, two left. He'll hand off on a cross up the left side brought down at about the 14-yard line is Gavin Morris. By Gavin Board Chamberlain. By Gavin <laughs> Chamberlain. So not enough for a first down, but the Tigers will move and the clock will begin to will continue to tick here with 6.05 left to play in the second first. And, and that'll be a second and five for the Fleetwood Tigers. Maddox gets the call. This Board town defense, I gotta say, are showing up. I mean, yeah. listen, the Tigers are moving the ball. But on the plays that I watched on film this week, that they burned other teams, Boyertown is really being yes. able to contain that a little I'm bit. I'm
5: smelling pass right here. Or they're just gonna keep doing that whole
2: cross with the receivers. Maddox in the gun, two left. He'll yep. hand off up the right side to Morris. He'll break free across the 10, down to the five. Still fighting, fighting down to about the two yard line. And that is, I'm sorry, Gage Moyer, Gage Moyer on, the on the carry. Showing some skill on a the spin yeah. there. So somebody hit, somebody hit the juke button on that on that man game. So, <laughs> so I that was good. So I gotta say here, you know, you got Maddox, a Villanova commit. He's throwing quite a bit, but then you know throughout the season he's got what a thousand two hundred seventy-eight yards on the season. But Borton's shutting down the pass tonight. Yep. Now they're going back to the run a lot more. Yep. So Maddox in the gun, two left, two backs in the backfield. He calls for it, handoff up the right side to Gage, and he's in for the touchdown. Is Gage Moyer right, as a Tiger still a lot
5: strike. of football left? Boyertown's just got to keep their head up.
2: So eight nothing Tigers right now as we wait for the extra point. And Boyertown, you know, able to slow them down. I mean, five minutes left in the first quarter. This is not a strike fast game here tonight no. at all. So we will try and block the extra point here. Maddox is on to kick it away. Gavin Morris to hold. Number threes are kicking field goals tonight. Kick is up, it is through and it is good as the Tigers will take a nine nothing lead here at Tiger Stadium, 5.05 left to play in the first. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
6: Congratulations to the Bears for reaching the Eastern Conference Championship Game from Muscle Massage Therapy, LLC, at 399 South Reading Avenue in Boyertown. We are currently hiring Pennsylvania-licensed massage therapists for part-time positions. We offer flexible hours, good pay, and a wonderful work environment. Call Tiffany at 610-246-8197 for more information. Need a massage? Go to MuscleMassagetherapy.com to make an appointment. Muscle Massage Therapy, LLC, we put the R in my... Massage
2: go bad. Back here at Tiger Stadium and Fleetwood has just taken the lead nine to nothing, a safety and a, a quick touchdown, running the ball, a quick field goal, after you know the extra point. is gonna have to get something wrong here, and we've there's 5.05 left to play in the first yeah. Erica. We haven't even seen more than one bad snap from Florida Town offensively. No. So we have yet to see what our capabilities no. even well, are tonight. Yeah,
5: they haven't seen any they Fleetwood hasn't seen anything yet. I mean our defense is stepping up. Offense had one bad miscue. I mean, it it happens. Yep. You know, jitters, our defense just stopped the Villanova commit on the 10 yard line. Amazing. And, you know, now our offense goes out there. I mean, all those guys
2: play defense, you know? Roman Maddox will tee this one up <laughs> to kick it deep. And Roman Marinello back at the six yard line, deep to receive for the Bears. Kick is up, and it is a line drive. Marinello will pick it up at the 12 yard line. He looks and looking for a hole, but ultimately brought down at the 20 yard line. And that is where Panarello will try and get the offense started. He had it here again. And hopefully it's a little bit more aggressive than last time when we have a fumble snap in the end zone and give him two points. So 459 left to play in the first. Panarello will go under center. One left, one right, single setback, handoff up to the right side to Egby, he'll gain two. Let's get Egby number two involved tonight here. As We didn't see him two weeks ago, but we see him last week, and he takes a host of guys on his back. And he he brought, got brought down by Gavin Morris. I ultimately almost feel like he likes to carry guys with him as he, uh, yeah, as he runs he along. Too. Although we've seen him break free on a 79 yes. yarder this yep. year and take off for a long touchdown. So don't let him free on the seam either. So. Panarello. We
5: got a ball control, not fumble, not throw interceptions, just keep the ball and pound
2: Panarello under center, quick pitch out to Maranoa, left side, brought down immediately in the backfield, the line won't hold. So a loss for the Bears here with 420 left to play in the first and offensively, trying their staples here tonight. You you run off tackle with Egby, you run a, a, a quick pitch, to Marinello, these are the staples of the Bears, right? Yep. Get, your, get your bread and butter involved in there. See what you can get out of that, and then maybe start getting aggressive. Now, we've seen Coach Miller do both. We've seen him come out really aggressive. I mean, a few weeks back, we saw him throw from the first down to Jason Oaks down the sideline. Yep. You don't have Jason Oaks tonight. Mm-hmm. So now you're looking to see what you can do here as Maddox also playing secondary, whole play corner. And they're
5: both both the Fleetwood running backs are playing too. They just made the first two Panarello tackles. Panarello
2: out of the gun. He's looking to throw. Nobody home. He'll try and force it. Almost, Almost intercepted by, by Tanner team. Maddox. Yeah. I I I have to wonder. So, you know, pregame I'm walking around the track and I I, I, I go past Tanner Maddox. He's not a big big guy. No, he wasn't. No. But athletic is all get out and he's out here playing in corner. So does Villanova take him on? Asp- you know aspirations of him being another quarterback or just his raw athletic talent. I w- I'm gonna say athletic talent at this point. Because how many times do you see a guy play at a certain position and then not ultimately end up James in that position? Devlin. Yeah, James <laughs> Devlin. So Eisenhardt will have to punt this one away on a fourth and 11 for the Bears. Snap is back, a nice punt by Eisenhardt. It will cross midfield and take a Bears bounce nope. and ultimately be downed at about the 46 yard line of Fleetwood. 325 left to play in the first. Maddox will stay on the field and come back out and captain his offense. Bears defense getting an ultimate test here tonight. And we do see Kate Sennett out there tonight. He still has the hand wrapped up. You know, talked to Coach Miller this week, and, you know, I don't ask the questions of what's wrong with his hand. That's a medical thing. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, it's still going to be. and, And I did say to him after the interview, I said, you know, he doesn't have that hand wrapped up. He gets those two picks at Norristown, and he, absolutely. Looked, at he looked at me and said, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. 100%. Maddox in the gun, single setback. Trips I mean, we right. said it
5: all year. I mean, he's—he's. He's, you're not getting by him.
2: Trips right. Nope. Hand off up the middle, and he'll be brought down at about – Oh, as he fights for a second effort, he might across midfield into Bordertown territory. He brought down at the 59-yard line, and that's Gavin Morris on the carry for the Tigers.
5: I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to hear Gavin Morris – Gage Moyer a lot tonight.
2: And obviously Tanner Maddox.
5: Yeah, I mean, those two guys right there were on defense too. I mean, they do they're, have they, uh, they're gonna be a lot of the same people that like we do, you know what I mean?
2: They do have some other weapons that just really haven't gone to yet. And you I don't need them, why use them? You don't need to, I mean, you got Mason and Mustiano as well, so trips right. Maddox back to pass, he's looking down the seam, he's got his man at the 30, and he will take off to the races and score.
5: That was a beautiful design play right there.
2: So Gage Boyer on the catch and run across the midfield, and he will score for Fleetwood with 2.35 we, left to play. We've seen that
5: play ran against our defense a few times, and it's it, it's there. I mean, our our offense has ran it a few times, and if we would have converted on it, we would have had big touchdowns it's, too.
2: It's the post play. Yeah. You come out You come out of the slot position, You know, you do a double fake, a quick step, and you take the post and you basically split the safeties and it's wide open down the seam. So, if you don't have a free safety over top to cover that, you're in trouble. So, Maddox will try and kick the extra point here. Kick is up and it is through and Fleetwood will lengthen their lead here. 16 to nothing with 2.35 left to play in the first. Bears got to get something going. We'll take a break. You're on listening to the Bears Sports Network.
1: Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs, whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Byrne Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium as Fleetwood has just taken a 16 to nothing lead here over Bortown. 235 left to play in the first. Maddox will tee this one up to kick it away. Roman Marinello back down at the five yard line to field it
5: again. It, we came back from this before. We did. We did.
2: We did. And, and you shut this guy down, and, and you, you get back into it. So Maddox will put a foot through it. It's a line drive kick. Marinello will try to field it and let it roll back into the end zone for a touchback. Good call by Rose. Yeah, absolutely. you
5: saw him picking up, and he saw the goal line. I think he realized it. Let, let me just let this one roll. Going
2: to have to play a little bit conservative here. you got to get some confidence in your offense, try to get something rolling here. And I wonder if we don't see... You know,
5: a lot of Eggby.
2: A lot of Eggby. I mean, you know, he 887 yards rushing on the season, right? I mean, he's averaging 6.2 yards per carry, and you got to imagine he's probably averaging six guys per <laughs> carry on top of him as well. Absolutely, yep. So Panarello out of the gun, one left, one right. He'll keep on the option but be brought down basically back to the line of scrimmage as Fleetwood's got his number there. and I don't know with this defense that the option works tonight. Thus, thus far, we haven't been able to see that happen
5: no I mean they they I mean looking at their defense they got some big boys in the middle and one thing that I can say is our offensive line is I would probably say one of the smaller ones in the area Indeed. like we we give up some size I mean we were talking about it on the car right here like we never really had gigantic offensive line at Boyertown you had one or two guys that were big but never a whole line I mean we had guys that were could probably play
2: running back and receiver as our you know linemen so Panarello under center, D'Addario split right, handoff to Marinello up the right side. He'll come on the interior line, basically back to almost the line of scrimmage. Now will bring up a third down for the Bears with 1:40 left to play in the first. Absolutely. Roman's gonna fight for every down, and he fights in every game. So you're gonna see. Number 10 just ran on the field, Rick. So Cade Senek checks in as Gavin Chamberlain will check out. And, we, we again, I was going to allude to this earlier, but in the pregame warm-ups, we saw Cade Senek warming up with yeah. the offense. We haven't seen that in previous weeks. We saw Ryder Garris go under center a little bit. Yeah. So Panarello out of the gun, two right, two left, Egby in the backfield. Oh, man, and we move. And looks like it's going to be an offsides penalty call on Boyertown.
5: But even, like, Cade, I mean, he can block. We said it earlier in the season. For for a, a a kid that
2: size to block the way that he does, it's it's nuts. Yeah, Kate sent it. 145 is what he's listed. <laughs> he might be one fifty. I don't yeah, know. Soaking
5: wet after a game and eating like a ten, like a whole pizza.
2: Panarello in the gun, back to pass. He's looking deep. He's got nobody, and he will be sacked at the line of scrimmage. Ooh, that's
5: a home. That oh boy.
2: So brought down by a host of Fleetwood Tigers, ultimately by Ty Wamscher. And that will bring up a fourth down for the Bears. So with the clock ticking under 40 seconds left in the first, Tigers up 16 to nothing. it be a fourth and 12 for the Bears as Eisenhardt will have to punt this one away. Not seeing the spark in the offense I want to no. see here yet, Eric.
5: Again, like our offensive line, like we were talking about, we have to, or oh, right now, our team in general, we have to win on technique.
2: High punt, short, up at the 40 yard line, and Boardtown will down this one right at the 40 yard line. Kate sent it there to put a stop, and Maddox will have to come back out and try and put some more points on the board as, as they're already starting in bear territory.
5: Yeah. I mean, we definitely, our, our offensive line, our defensive line, we're going to have to win on technique. You know, we're not the biggest, we're not the strongest, but our, our technique will always overcome that.
2: Maddox will huddle them up, get them set here, to see what he has in store for us, as they've basically shown us all, uh, all of their offense here in, in different mm-hmm. facets. Haven't involved too many more guys than Gage Moyer and Gavin Morris. Maddox in the gun. You haven't had to. <laughs> two left, one right, single setback. He's back to pass, he's looking for the slant. He's got his man across to the 30 yard line. Not enough for a first down, but about nine yards on the completion. That'll bring up a second and one for the Tigers and that will end the first quarter. Fleetwood up 16 to nothing here at the end of the first. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
0: If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty One. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty One are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Win by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Wynn at CB Realty One, 267-421-3504.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium at the Eastern Conference Championship here tonight, Eric. We got November football for the first time in Bordertown since 2017, as the Bears traveled to Pocono Mountain East and won that game. Uh, The Bears trying to do the same thing here tonight, but dug dug themselves a hole, 16 to nothing here against these Fleetwood Tigers. We'll switch sides, the Tigers will move from left to right, they'll take the field here. So beginning of the second quarter, Maddox Striking, you know, a couple strikes here on a slant passes over the middle and the seam back to the passing game. Yeah, big plays. I I thought we had. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. Max will hand off up the left side. He's got Gavin Morris for a gain of about six and a first down for the Tigers.
5: You You look through our season this year just in general, talking about Boyertown. You take six, seven plays out of, you know, every game. We have a different record. We
2: do. Indeed. Maddox in the gun again. And Two injuries, right. you bring back some injuries. Take away some injuries. Maddox back to pass. He's rolling out, looking deep to the end zone and it'll be out of bounds. So, pass, good coverage there by Roman Marinello from the safety position. Intended receiver was, who you got there? Mason Mustiano. Not That's too per- many not too many bad pronunciations tonight yeah, now. <laughs> we've had some really was pretty
5: close so they have a lot of normal names <laughs> at least we won't get
2: Eagles and
5: Exeter so you know we you know cuz we have the Tigers
2: maybe you don't see too much of that in the Berks <laughs> County end, yeah. but maybe more down on the Pack 12 yeah. Maddox in the gun three receivers stacked to the right on the short side he's back to pass again looks like he's gonna try and go back to the same play get up to the line of scrimmage and he's ultimately brought down by Anthony Famularo and Gavin Chamberlain Famulero, another you know linebacker spot in there. You got Gavin Chamberlain, Famulero. You got Anthony Panarello. You know, so names we're going to be calling next year. Well, you know, it's 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 interesting that you have the personnel you do there at the second level, and you know they to shoot the gaps. They're running a four-four here as the Bears switch their defense scheme the entire year with a new coordinator, Coach Blyler, and this is you know they like this. So Maddox out of the gun, he'll hand off up the left side. He's got Gage Moyer, he'll take off for the races and be brought down at about the 12-yard line of the Bears. And that'll be a first down for Boyertown. This first down is brought to you by Moyer Industrial Contractors of Gilbertsville. Call us at 610-367-6250 for all your steel fabrication and industrial piping needs. That's Moyer Industrial Contractors. Maddox in the gun, motion right. Looks like a handoff up the middle and maybe a gain of one or two on the play there. So 10:34 left to play in the half. Bring up a second and da- second down here for the Tigers. I'm I'm pleased with the defensive play. I, I, I'm yeah. not looking at the score. So I, again, I, I I said 18 and nothing, 16 and nothing. I apologize, but you know you got 16 points on the board. It's not indicative of the way they're playing tonight. No. It's, it's uh, really no, not. Defense is just solid. And, again, like I said,
5: a couple big plays. You take them big plays away, and, they're you know, they're not up 16.
2: Maddox looks to pass to the Inter- left side, incomplete. almost knocked down at the line of scrimmage. He's got Nick Panarello in his face coming off the defensive end spot.
5: He's another un- unsung hero this year.
2: Well, you know, again, we can't we can't say it enough. Luke Ordway playing defensive end on one side. You got Nick Panarello playing on the other side. You know, and and you have the personnel in there. So the size and the speed are on your outsides. Now your interior line you're looking at with you know Anthony Famulero stepping up in the gap. You know, got to stop number three. And how do you spy a guy like this that has the athletic ability that Maddox does? So he'll start in the gun, two left, two right, in a tight set motion from left to right. He'll Ooh, fumble in the background, snap. and picks it right back up. He's got a man wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Touchdown, Touchdown. Mason Mucianno.
7: <laughs>
2: Fleetwood will strike again here with 9:58 left to play in the half, and this is not, yeah. You know, there was nobody home over there. Nobody. No. They Broken
5: bit the coverage. run. They bit the. They they bit the run, and we talked about this in the beginning of the game. You you. With a quarterback like this, if he sees something, I'm pretty positive this Fleetwood coach said, here's the play. If in the middle of it, you see that you have a receiver wide open, pull it and throw it, because yeah. you have the arm. Yeah,
2: And we saw Panarello do that last week with Wigby. Yeah. We yeah. mentioned it. he pulled it out, took off on a run. He doesn't score, but he gains six on the play and keeps the ball moving and gets a first down. So Maddox with another completion tonight here as Mason Mustiano on the score. They'll go for two. He's rolling out to the right and dropped dropped in the end zone. Pass intended for Ty Wamsher. So Fleetwood up 22 to nothing, 9.58 left to play in the half. Bears in a hole right now. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
3: In Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains strains and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre and post surgery treatment and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In Home Oxygen offers low and high impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium, Eastern Conference Championship, 9.58 left to play in the half. Tigers up 22, nothing over at Boardtown Bears. Maddox will set the tee to kick this one away. Roman Marinello down at the five yard line to receive. He's had a chance to grab one. Another one goes into the end zone. He's not able to actually show his ability here tonight, Roman Marinello. No. So Maddox waits for the whistle and who will put a foot through it. It's a squib kick up the left side, dropped, and Bears will jump on it at the 35-yard line. So Panarello will have to come back in and try and get something started here for this Bears offense. We talked a lot this year about a few players, Eric. We talked about Luke Ordway. We've talked about the number of sacks and things he's had. We've mentioned Gavin Chamberlain's name a lot. So I pulled some stats up just to, you know, recently, uh, you know, as of the last game. So Chamberlain in on 70 tackles this year and 10 tackles for a loss, 34 solo tackles. Pretty impressive run for him. So Egby up the left side, he'll break one, two, for a gain of about three, Eggby fighting for every yard as he usually does. Very rarely does he ever get just break free without no. being touched. He's never, he doesn't ever hit, not hit anybody when he runs the ball. I, I almost feel like he likes it, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, he, 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 he takes Some running backs
5: are like that. And no, I, I, I don't know. It's like, he's, a, he's a, yeah. He's like a, a lineman, but that can run the ball.
2: Panarello under center handoff, Egby up the right side. He's met immediately, but again, he'll drag a man for another yard and gain about two on the play. So back to the bread and butter here with number two, trying to get something rolling as Ordway will come off from the left side. Let's get that
5: first down. Let's get the first down.
2: We haven't had a first down yet tonight, so this will bring up a third and two for the Bears with 9.06 left to play in the half. Bortown's got to get the ball, you know, got to get a first down here, get something moving, get across midfield. Yep. Right now they're sitting on their own 48-yard line. Panarello will come under center to left Ordway and send it to the left Too far right Egby single setback Looks like the rush is coming. Panarello is gonna see it He's calling out audible Looks like he Egby to took, took that it, it did so you see that he'll cross <laughs> for the first down, but Eric it looks like Panarello was going with his fake to put it in to take it back and out. He's like, no, I'm taking that. He, he, did. Drug,
5: he, drug, he took his b- the ball and the arm with he him. He took <laughs> Panarello on the ride with him, and he says, no, I'm getting a first <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah.
2: Enough of this already. Yeah. So a first and ten for the Bears with 8.30 left to play in the half. Panarello back under center. A new set we're seeing here. Real tight, strong set. Everybody's in. Manor- Marinello on the left side. Quick pitch. Hook across the 50 and down to the 45-yard line and move into Tiger territory. They'll mark him at the 46. Not enough for a first, but a gain of about seven on the play. So I'll bring up a second and three for the Bears. 804 left to play. That's a new name we have in there, Tristan Mc... McFarlane. McFarlane? Yeah. Yeah, Tristan McFarlane on the stop for the Tigers. You're gonna start seeing more guys on defense. I mean, they keep going to the same guys offensively. So Panarello under center, Egby, single setback. Two right, send it in. Eggby takes it up the right side. There He's down go. to the 40. He'll take a man with him. And again, back to the bread and butter. I mean, you're trying to sweep. It's not there. This Panarello,
5: is a new offensive set. Two tights, wings, where you have the guy in motion. You either give it to Egby or you pitch it out. I mean, it's – it's, it's.
2: It, I haven't seen it this year. Starting to see that combination between Anthony Panarello and Cole Marinello at center, and that exchange is real tight here right now. Yes. I don't know if the – you know, the the shotgun's working or not. Panarella will go back into the gun. Looks like it was gonna be a Wildcat to Eggby and he falls on it. You just talked about the I snap know.
5: and he went shotgun, and it was I, a low snap. And maybe
2: that's the example. I I, I don't know, Eric, but ultimately I, I
5: played center for a few games later on in my career and going from under center to long snapping, you hold the ball different. I mean it's it's you have to be seasoned
2: with that. You know, so I mean, these are high school he, kids. I yeah. mean, you know, things happen. So Panarello under center, eggby in the backfield, motion. Pitch out to Marinello up the left side. He's gonna break one, two, but not enough for a first down. So we'll bring up a third down for the Bears.
5: I like this little new offense that I'm seeing right now.
2: Well, it's almost like they're going back to the wing T. Yeah. Ultimately, and that's an offense that was a border town bread and butter for what, 20 plus years, I know I, coached it, I played it, and you know, that's something that you definitely saw a lot of in, in One thing town. that
5: too, and we were talking about, with the wing T, there's a lot of pulling offensive linemen. We have the agile offensive
2: line that we need to get them out, get them ahead blocking for our guys. Panarello will go under center. He'll talk to his lineman. he sees something. Send it in motion, quick pitch out to Egby, looking for a block, he'll cut one oh, man, and up. Tripped up. I mean, he beats him. He's yeah, going to the he's races. Gone, yep. A good block on the outside by Cade Sennett. Block, little guy on the team blocking for Egby. That's pretty funny. But I'll tell you what. He's a great blocker. So a fourth and 10 now for the Bears with 5.54 left to play. Coach is going for it. And this is four down territory down by 22 points with 5.47 5. left to play in the half. Penner Do some on. kind
5: of tricky fake play? Tricky. We saw it was it two, two
2: weeks ago. We saw the pitch to Ryder Garris on a half back pass down yeah. the sideline. I mean, maybe you see you it. Panarello's yeah, back yeah. to pass. He's passing. And he oh no, he's not. He's going to take off. Nobody home, and he'll gain about one. So the Tigers on a great coverage there in the secondary and basically almost a coverage sack. I think he gains one on the play. So don't mark it down as a sack, but Panarella will be brought down and a turnover on downs as Fleetwood will take over here from their own 40-yard line. 5.57 left to play in the half here. Tigers up 22-0 Eastern Conference Championship on the line. Somebody's going home with a trophy tonight. The Bears are going to have to dig out of a hole for this one, and Boertown so will take a timeout here. Their first the first half. So that'll be their first timeout here of the half. They still have two left to try to get back to if they need to. That's
5: the guy that made the tackle, say that name, Rick.
2: Adrian Hell. Hefflinger. <laughs> that sounds like a very Berks County name. <laughs> yeah. So the Fleetwood up here in Berks County. This is, uh, this is These are the teams we played. We didn't play yeah, Fleetwood, now. but we played the Berks County teams. when
5: We, we play played the Reddings, the goder Mifflins, the Kutztowns, Conrad the Conrad Weisers, Weisers you name. know, Governor Mif- uh, uh Muhlenberg, Holy Name. So well, now it's not Holy Name. It's Berks Catholic, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, didn't Holy Name and Redding Central Catholic join together? So Berks
2: Catholic is, uh, you know, a great program now we beat them back when i played yeah and you know on a season that we went two and ten but burks catholic has got a first round bye this week they'll play cacalico next week i'll be heading up there next week to help them out as exeter right now is in their first week of the playoffs they are rolling 30 to nothing with 847 left in the half and looks like they'll be having another game next week so we'll keep jerry gellif media in business for another week here into november into postseason which when We started this this year, Eric. We didn't know what to expect, and what yeah. a privilege it's been.
5: Yeah, I be mean, normally rookies don't get the call championship games.
2: <laughs> so here we are. Yeah. Usually looking for the Hall of Fame yeah. Troy Aikman up yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. So five twenty-seven left to play. Maddox is in the gun. He's got two left. Man in motion, handoff around the end. Gage Moyer. He's up the right side. He's got a block. There it is. The flag. Yeah, there's He's another one. Waiting his way up to the thirty, and brought down ultimately by Ryder Garrison. Friends. Tell you what, man,
5: I'm gonna, Fleetwood's farm boys, you're, you're not gonna take a farm boy down just with an arm. I, I'm sorry. Some big
2: boys up yeah. here. We saw a flag on the play. It looked like- I mean, you look at number
5: 15, look at the size of his legs. Rick. I saw
2: him pregame as well. He's a big boy as well. Not to be mistaken, that's Gavin Morris and he's having a heck of a game here tonight. He's the
5: 5'10", 190. It's a spark plug. Yeah, yeah. his legs are <laughs> as big as my
2: head. <laughs> and you're, you're not a small guy. No, right? I'm not. So 5-16 left to play in the half. That'll be a 10-yard holding penalty on Fleetwood. So bring up a first and 16 for the Tigers back at their own 34-yard line.
5: Big stop here. Big stop. Get the ball back. Do some stuff. Go into halftime and come back out.
2: Maddox in the gun. Looking for an audible tight set. Handoff. Cut back. Right side, he'll break free across the 40, across the 50, and eventually brought down, and that's who we were just talking about, number 15 Gavin mm-hmm. Morris on the carry. He'll cross into Bears territory and gain the first down for the Tigers. 451, looks like there's a fumble. Yeah! I didn't see anything, that. and now they're indicating it's Boiratown's yeah, ball. Yeah, Boiratown's so ball, great over. stop defense. I saw him go down. I saw no indication of a fumble whatsoever, so Boyertown. Yeah. Able to have a turnover here from-
5: Big, that's what we needed, Gavin get a turnover. Gavin Morris
2: coughs it up at the 40, 47-yard line of the Bears, and is gonna get another opportunity here before the half with 550, 4.51 to play in the half. And it looks like Fleetwood's having discussion on the sideline. Yeah, line. I don't Listen, think their coach is very happy. You're up 22-nothing. I mean, we get back on defense and play ball here, so. They, they wanted
5: another score. Is what they wanted.
2: penarello back under center. Egby in the backfield. Handoff up the right side. Egby's going to take it, and he's got dragging the whole six Fleetwood guys team. with him. I, unbelievable the power that he, that that man he has. Number I'd
5: like to see that kid in a weight room
2: squat. Yeah, he's solid too. Yeah, he is. I've, 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 I've talked to him quite a bit as the season's going on. And he's on. our homecoming king. He is indeed our <laughs> homecoming king this year. So he'll cross into the Tiger territory, not enough for a first down, but a gain of four, a hard fought for That number two has gotten you.
5: Whoever gets him next year is going to be a very lucky team.
2: Panarello under center, Eggby in the backfield, quick pitch out the right side. He's looking for a couple blocks. He'll break free. He's down the sideline and brought down. down at about the 38-yard line of the Tigers. That's and a be. little
5: unorthodox. I haven't seen Eggby go out outside the tackles in recent
2: weeks. Well, we saw it here in the last series, but he one one tackle or I'm sorry, one block, and he breaks free, yeah. and it was just a miss block, and that happens, right? So athletically, you know, yeah. Fleetwood has a lot of really great athletes in their secondary, and they're able to shed the block this time. Some good blocking on the right side. You got Luke Wardway over there blocking. Cade Senate. Gio Dario out on their splits helping out. So a first down for the Bears here with four twelve left to play in the half. It took them a while to indicate first down. I'm not sure what they were waiting for. I
5: hope it's not like last
2: week with that whole chain crew. I'm so I did talk to coach Mo Sailor last week because he yeah. was on that chain crew yeah. and I asked him, I said, you know, what was your take on that game? Because it looked like you guys couldn't get a signal from the yeah. refs on the move, the chains. He's like, it was, the, it, it, fish officiating was very Yeah. They just couldn't help them out at all. So you know, Panarello under center, he'll hand off to Egby up the right side, oh. break free through the line. One. One a shoelace tackle down at the 22-yard line. Eggby's gonna, he's got, you got to keep giving it to him tonight. I mean, this is gonna go back to being the Eggby and Marinello show. 404 left to play.
5: Brought down by half.
2: Gavin Morris. Bluerstown will I take a timeout. Oh, sorry, Fleetwood will take yeah. a timeout. I mean, listen, they got to talk about it. You give a turnover up and and you, you can't. You're, you're letting Egbe through the line too much right now, so they got to come up with a scheme, shoot the gaps, you know, put a monster package in there. You're seeing them stack the box a lot more, but it's still not enough. To be honest
5: with you, I think Egbe could
2: drag the team. <laughs> I do indeed. <laughs> uh, but the you know the offensive line's getting the push. You got Gavin Chamberlain playing on the left side at tight end. Yeah. He's getting a push on him. You got the running the the receivers out there on the push. Gio Dario playing up. You know the last two weeks and tonight really putting on a show out there defensively. and yeah. Now offensively. On the right side, on a block, I, you know. So this come is back one on the field. time
5: where we're, we're pounding the ball, pounding the ball, and Coach Miller in previous weeks would always come out with some kind of crazy play that would drive us
2: back. I'm hoping that he just sticks with the power game right now. Panarello under center, Egby in the eye, Boardway in motion, Manarello on the pick, quick pitch, and it'll be allowed a of loss of one on the play. So not enough to move the chains there. That that'll bring up. So, 3.51 left to play in the half. And that'll bring up a third and four for the Bears. Four down territory, Ricky. Let Fosky kick a field goal. Four down territory. You're down 22 points. I, you know, do you want to get points on the board? Yeah, but I don't know that you tried to put him in here for a 40 yard field goal right now. So, Panarello under center. Handoff to Egby up the right side. Hits a host of. Tigers. That's a
5: close one right there. That That's close.
2: might be enough for a first down. It looked like Fleetwood's
5: different defense shifted away from the side. Eggby ran. He may have got j- just enough. No, fourth. Nope, fourth oh fourth, fourth. Fourth and inches. So I'm Eggby again. You gotta y- in this for instance. I mean, I don't. Looks know. like
2: to me on that play, Eggby goes up through the two hole, and if he bounces just enough to the outside, just one step, he probably is yeah. off to the races. Panarello under center, Eggby up the right side. He got it. He'll drive. He's still going. Nope. Wait, no, he quarterback sneaked that, Rick. Panarello kept that. It looked like a handoff to Eggby <laughs> up the right side. Panarello <laughs> keeps it up on the right I side of the bootleg. Fle-
5: Fleetwood was all crazy, too. They well, thought Eggby had the it. The refs
2: didn't even know what no. happened. And that's something spectacular that we've seen them do all season long. Yeah, the long. fakes are fantastic. They, uh, it's like they mastered the fake. So Towns continued to drive. They're down at the 14 yard line. First and 10, 2.50 left to play in the half. We can get one more first down. Still and have two, eight, two timeouts still in your pocket here with Coach Miller and And you, you got the sidelines. So Ordway will split far left, Egby in the eye, Panarello under center. He's calling it out, he sees something. Looks like the middle's open to me, Eric. Egby on the dive, and he'll go nowhere. Yeah,
5: he got a couple, he got like three.
2: So he'll take a guy or two with him, and they'll spot that one up at about the 12 yard line. So call it. Maybe a two-yard gain, a one-yard gain. Yeah. So a second and nine here for the Bears with two twelve left to play in a half, and no two-minute warning here in high school football. So got to keep this one moving. Panarello under center, Egby in the eye. A different set here. Or Orway in motion. Eggby up the right side. Ooh. He's driving. I'm telling you what that first
5: hit, first guy that tries tackling him takes a hit. That his first,
2: his jeez. Egby, he's down at, just inside the six, call it the five, and third and two for the Bears, 140 left to play in the half. Again, two timeouts in your pocket, you know. Now we got somebody who called a timeout. Fleetwood, I So think. Fleetwood will call a timeout. We'll take a quick break here, let them think about it. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
8: Exeter Gutter Cleaning wants to wish the Boyertown Bears good luck in the Eastern Conference Championship game. The professionals at Exeter Gutter Cleaning specialize in gutter cleaning, installation, repair, gutter guards, and pressure washing. If your gutters are leaking or need replacement, call in Exeter Gutter Cleaning to fix the problem. Check us out on the web at ExeterGutterCleaning.com, on Facebook, or call Chris at 610 698 38 Seven six, go Bears!
2: Back here at Fleetwood Tiger Stadium, one thirty-four left to play in the half. Twenty-two nothing, Tigers up. Bears are knocking on the door on the third and two from the six-yard line. Panarello under center, two left. Right, Egby up the right side. He's fighting and he will dive into the end zone. Where's the call? It's there. Touchdown number two. Leo Egby One twenty-seven left to play in the half. Town's knocking on the door here, trying to get some points on the board. It is the Eastern Conference Championship and Egby is gonna fight for every single yard here tonight as he just drug three guys with him into the end zone from the six yard line. We saw him do it last week for 19 and here he is tonight. So Foskey will get some action. He'll come on to kick the extra point. Roman Marinello to hold. Snap, the kick is up and it is through. And we got Boyertown on the board, 22 to seven. Fleetwood, 127 left to play in the half. We'll stay right here till the end of the half. Boyertown finally getting something moving, but staying with that bread and butter right Absolutely. now with Leo Egby. He's hot right now. He's hot, and he's going to fight for every inch. So you got to get the stops on defense here. Have got to be clutch and. Find the scheme to spy, to, to watch Tanner Maddox, shut them down, and be able to put some points on the board. Now, if you stay with Leo Egby the whole time, obviously you're looking at taking a lot of time off the clock, unless you get that one burner play, which you really kind of want to get one to close the gap here a little bit, if you're Boyertown. So, 127 left to play in the half. Tigers up 22-7. Boyertown just finally got themselves on the board here, and some momentum going, and will tee this up to kick it away to him. Gavin Morris back deep with Gage Moyer at the 15-yard line for the Tigers. Interesting set here for Boyertown as they pop out of their huddle. They'll line up for the kickoff. Waiting for the whistle as Foskey looks ahead and he will step it off. He's got a foot through it. It's a squib to the right side, down to about the 30-yard line. It'll take a bounce, hit a Tiger, and he'll have to down it at the 24-yard line. As Boyertown gonna have to put the stop on here with 124 left to play in the half, and they'll get the ball back in the second half. So you get a big stop here, maybe a turnover, yeah. and try to put some more points on the board, and we got a ball game here, I mean. Absolutely. Eastern Conference Championship here for the Bears as they were ranked 20th in 6A this year is where they ended up. And some games they'd love to have back, I'm sure. You know, we'll, we'll talk about maybe more about it at halftime. OJ Roberts could have been a win. Norristown could have been a win. Some things that could have changed the tides for them. So Maddox in the gun. He's got three right, one left, single setback. He's back to pass. He's got nobody. home. Oh, and yeah. he is sacked at the 20-yard line. Brought down hard by Kyle Pry. Boyertown, they got his number right now. Kyle Pry getting in there, another senior yeah. that we've talked about a lot Absolutely. this season. And he's not having it. So maybe finding a way to beat – you know, that offensive lineman there for him. So Maddox getting a little little flustered now. He's in the gun, three right, one left, single setback. He's back to pass again. He wants to try the same. He's got a slant up at the 24 and brought down by Panarello, Chamberlain and a few, few others at about the 31 yard line. Not enough to move the chains as the clock will continue to tick and that'll be a third and three for Fleetwood. I think they called a timeout. And Fleetwood will call a timeout. That'll be their last timeout of the night with 35 seconds left to play in the half. Boyertown will have a chance to talk about this. And hopefully, you know, you stop them, you, you sack them. It looks like they ran the same play again, ultimately. Yep. And you, you got to get your lineman in there to put that pressure on. Now, what I have seen in previous weeks is Ordway getting in there for the sacks. And we talked about this pregame where your defensive ends you mentioned it the defensive ends are going to have to stay home a lot more tonight. You're not seeing the rush from Ned because if you rush on him, he gets outside you, you're in trouble. Yep. So, you know, the sack you see is from the interior line from Kyle Pry and ultimately, you know, that's what you want to you want to see there being able to beat those big front offensive linemen that Fleetwood yep. has. 62 280, I saw you know 63 yeah. 310, you know, some size that Portstown just doesn't have and you're going to have to Going to have to beat him on speed, agility, technique. Going to have to be agile. Maddox will bring him back on the field. 35 seconds Leo, left. Leo's in there on D. Egby's in on D again. We've we seen this that. from time yep. to time. Maddox. He's rolling out to the left, throwing across his body. And he was running from Egby <laughs> I don't know that that is the catch. Are they gonna no. give that to him, or is that incomplete or out of bounds? It on the far side of the field, as I'm not really sure. It looks uh, like incomplete. Yeah, incomplete. So that'll bring up a fourth and three for, yep, fourth and three here for the Tigers. 28 seconds left in the half. I'd love to see a pick six here, Eric. From, Absolutely. From the 30 yard line, I mean, Poof. So Leo Egby in on D. He's playing right side. Yeah. Blurtown's in a prevent. You, got, you basically got your, your big nickel in there right now as Maddox is in the gun. He's back to pass. He's looking for the swing pass up the oh. left side. It's Gage Morris on the right, and he'll be brought down out of bounds at about the 42 yard line. And that looks like it'll be enough to move the chains for the Tigers. 20 seconds left to play here in the half. Town's able to shut him down. Just a couple quick little plays here and nothing big. No. You're not seeing those those big plays that they are capable of. Boydertown's able to shut them down a little bit. Again, Boydertown's staying in that nickel, you know, that deep prevent. Leo Egby up on the right side of the line. He's got Luke Ordway and Cole Marinello. Flag. And we'll see what this is about. I gotta wonder if it's a delay game, Eric. Wait. Did he pick it up? Yeah, he picked it up. I'm not sure. Week in and week out, I'm not really sure sometimes what's going on in the field as I'm not sure that the refs Oh, uh, I think either. he was calling a sideline. I think he was telling him to get Sideline warning, yeah, all right. So I don't know why he threw his flag though. Maddox in the gun, he's got trips right. Single setback. He's back, looking at the right side, deep down the right side. Oh, it oh. was picked off by Anthony Panarello, but caught for a completion by Mason Mustiano. Oh. So a first down for the Tigers. 14 seconds left to play in the half. That's enough to move the chains yet again for the Tigers. This first down is brought to you by Moyer Industrial Contractors of Gilbertsville. Call us at 610-367-6250 for all your steel fabrication and industrial piping needs. That's Moyer Industrial Contractors. Very thankful to them for sponsoring the game tonight here at the Eastern Conference Championship. As the Tigers are up 22 to seven over the Bears with 14 seconds left to play in the half, Boyertown will receive the ball in the second half. Need a big stop here right now. It's yes, Maddox in the gun. Trips left, single setback. Maddox, he's looking to pass. Nope, he's going to have to run it. Nope. Now he's going to try and throw, and he's got a man down at the 28-yard line.
7: Luciano
2: on the catch for Fleetwood. It, it's 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 tough to watch him because it looks like he commits to the run and next thing you know he gets up to the line of scrimmage and kind of pulls a Russell Wilson and launches the ball yes it's it's it's, it wreaks havoc on your defense so Boyertown has got five seconds to put the stop on here don't let the Tigers put up any more points before the half as again I said they will receive the ball in the second half so 22 to 7 Fleetwood up here in the Eastern Conference Championship Looks like a flag on the play helmet helmet to helmet contact so that'll be a personal foul take him back 15 That's huge right there for Burt. Foul team. is
5: on Fleetwood and you know this is going to be a pass I, I I have to I have Yeah you're in it. a yeah
2: you're you're in a prevent I mean you got Eggby all the way back, or Eggby up on the line. You got Ryder Garris, you got Gavin Chamberlain back deep, Panarello's back deep, Anthony Famularo, you know, Roman Marinello. So Maddox in the gun, and looks like a timeout called. Not sure what the call is here. We got a dead ball. And the officials will have a conversation about it. I'm not really sure if they like the spot and they don't so they'll move the ball back towards the 50 as fleetwood will be on their own 44 yeah, I think yard they line went like 18 20. yards a bad step off we've seen some interesting stuff from these these refs this year so yeah. Now we got another whistle. Oh, my God. Now this ref saying it's on the wrong spot. What is going on Even here? the kids are getting frustrated tonight. One thing we haven't seen is a lot of chatter on the field between the teams. We haven't seen a lot of bad sportsmen, you know, play here from either team. Looks like they're both in it to win it and try to go home with some hardware here tonight as they want to take a trophy home. They'll have another conversation here. Maddox will wait in the wings. Five seconds to the half. I feel like there's so many games we get so close to the half and then it's just whistles and flags and they can't figure it out. Meanwhile, I'm sure these guys on the sideline who haven't played just want to get in and get warm. Five seconds left to play in half. Tigers up 22 to seven. the fans are getting involved they it's, keep moving the ball it's, back and it's, forth it's
5: 15 yards if you look it's that the, the, when they moved it back they moved it back to 10. that
2: is now 15 yards is all correct. right here we go 40 on the 44 yard line a first and 20 for fleetwood five seconds left and a half maddox in the gun he's back to pass he's got five receivers going down the field he's gonna launch the nope he's being chased by egby He'll roll around to the 30, back up to the 40, and he's gonna launch one deep Aaron Rodgers style. And almost picked off, and that will end the half. Madden, that looked like Madden. It <laughs> that was. looked like a Madden play it right was. there. So that'll take us to the half here at the Eastern Conference Championship. The Tigers up 22 to seven. Boydertown in a the hole, they will receive the ball in the second half. No we'll take a break, come back for some halftime comments here. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
0: High Pressure Washing and Painting congratulate the Boyertown Bears on making the Eastern Conference Championship game. Go Bears! High Pressure Washing and Painting is a family-owned business dating back more than 30 years in the Boyertown area. A full-service painting and pressure washing company we can serve all commercial and residential needs. So if your house or storefront is looking like it's time for a sprucing up, call Harry at 610-689-8850 or find us on the web at highpaintwash.com. That's hypaintwash.com.
2: Back here at the half as Boyertown's in a little bit of a hole right now, down 22-7 to to the Fleetwood Tigers, and got to have a conversation about how to dissect this offense a little bit uh, in in the half here. Coach Miller's probably getting on them. So one thing I wanted to talk about here at halftime is – Boartown Middle School West. Yeah, West. Okay, so yeah, you got Boartown. You have the East Side. You have the West Side. So the West Side, coached head coach by Ron Hagen, and assistant coaches of Coach Brown and Coach Fox this year with some help along the way. Undefeated on the season this year, go five and zero. They are they missed a game against Quakertown last week during some COVID con- you know uh, conditions there. So just a shout out to. Town Middle School West this year, undefeated first time in 20 plus years. Not able to find out exactly what the records actually state. There's a plaque that says maybe even 30 years. So, undefeated and untied on the season. Last game, they beat Pottsgrove 39 to nothing. A, tie,
5: a tie's a loss, anyway.
2: I'm sorry. Okay. Well, a tie's it depends. a loss. So, my, I'm fortunate enough to have my son on that team. So, I just wanted to name those boys out tonight. So, Jacob Binder, Mason Reiner, Zach Wolf, Connor Houck. Joseph Warrington, Christian Collati, Cody Harner, Nico Diderio, Brody Ayers, Dimitri Kurlin, James Benson, Connor Stock, Dominic Whitman, Riley Martinez, Brody Tobias, Logan Turner, Anthony Fargnoli, Bradley Wernersbaugh, Thomas Hudak, Luke Hunter, Aurora Mensah, Jax Yawn, Alexander Faulkner, Tillman Henley, Braden Burris, Amari Murray, Luke Hagan, Jaron Warner, Logan Yo, and Cole Walter. Congratulations to the Bordertown Middle School West football team on an undefeated, untied season. Great accomplishment by them. Very proud of that in our town Go here. West. Go, Bordertown West. Shout out to East. Not able to have the same record this year, but Sorry. they will. all these boys in eighth grade will meet again yes. at the high school next year. I talked to Coach Miller about that again this week, too, and said, you've got a great lot coming up here oh, in the yeah. freshman class, and he's excited about his seniors right now that he has and, you know, what, what they're able to accomplish uh, in teaching the younger guys at the junior class, the sophomore class, and we talk about the sophomore class all the time, but even your juniors out there, you know, with... Panarello Panarello and and, and friends out there as they're able to do quite a bit so I'm really excited to continue calling these games as the years go on and uh, you know with the freshman class that's going to come up through and you got you know and and again the boys at West have been playing together since they were basically in flag some of them came in along the way Uh, Tillman Henley I believe in fourth grade came to the team but Ron Hagen Uh, and myself actually started coaching in second grade and then the teams basically formed together. And those boys have been able to stay together as they've moved on and now they're gonna join up with the east side into the high school. And I really feel like, you know, that Boyertown can progress here. We see them in an Eastern Conference Championship here tonight um, and could, as far as I'm concerned, a four and six record is not really indicative of how the the team Absolutely is not, for no. the year, and they could have made their way into districts. You beat O and J. O and J comes in 14th in district, you know, uh, you know, playoff this year, and able to sneak in there. You beat O&J. O and J. I mean, Phoenixville beats O and J last yeah. week, six to two. We have a baseball score in that game, and you know, it's a different season altogether. So, you know, I'm really excited to see what these guys are going to do. Coach Lots over at East. Coach Hagen over at West and what a great accomplishment for Boyertown junior high or middle school west used to be junior high now we have to call it middle school west the grades have changed and it's six through eight now at the middle school here i think i think too
5: i think one thing that you can kind of start hearing in the air in Boyertown is that football starting you know people are coming out to the games you know you, I mean, you look at it, the stands rick i mean in norristown we had a quarter of those fans that are over there like, you look at the stands over there, and, I mean, it, it's it's a breath of fresh air to see that football in Boyertown is coming
2: back. It is, and and, and there's been a lot more talk in town. Um, in, in recent years, I haven't heard as much, but, you know, with the names that you have here, and, and again, you said it earlier, Leo Egby was a homecoming king. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. there's, these are things that you see and you say, oh, he's – He's the horse out there on the football field, and he's the one that's going to drag. I mean, I noticed Tuesday when I went to the voting booth. I mean, Mr. Panarello was, you know, yeah. he's seen the signs all over. Tony the name, Panarello yeah. ran for school board and, and won in, yes. his, in his spot yes, there. Did. So very happy yeah. for him as he has five boys in the Boyertown school system. So I want to th- th- thank you to our sponsors tonight, uh, and one that basically was said before it's um, – H Y Pressure Systems Harry Yawn, his son Jax Yawn is on that middle school West team that went undefeated, and uh, had to, you know the ability to coach and What a strong young man he is. And Caden Yawn, want to mention Caden Yawn as well as the team manager uh, for the uh Jackson's twin brother, and Caden Yawn, you know, a big help to the boys on the field there. So H Y Pressure Systems, uh, pressure washing systems. Harry Yawn, thank you for sponsoring the broadcast tonight as Boyertown is made it to the Eastern Conference Championship. 22-7 to 7 here at the half, 9.30 about to play, or until so we get back to play here in the third quarter. I don't know that that's ever an exact science there. So Fleetwood last week beats Kutztown for a quick victory and they aren't able to get into the playoffs as Fleetwood, we don't talk about it too much in the Berks County. Uh, league here to Berks IC Section One, and Daniel Boone squeaks their way in there after not playing for two weeks on the COVID and basically winning a no contest instead of getting a forfeit, yeah. so able to keep their bid there, and they will play tonight in the playoffs. So Fleetwood, you know they they struggle in a few games, uh, a couple games go a different way. They play tough teams, they play Y missing, and they basically get shut out by Y missing, who's going to go back for another district three championship here in the Burks area governor Mifflin another team that you know it unstoppable gonna probably win the state championship uh, listening to Mike Drago sports.com today uh, his interviews and some talk that he's had about Nick Singleton up there uh, and governor Mifflin I you can't say a shoe-in anything can happen but looking like they're gonna play in the second weekend in Hershey uh, second weekend in December so some interesting stats I pulled this week off of Mike Drago Sports, and if you have an opportunity, go see go to, go to the website from MikeDragoSports.com. He, it is a subscription, but what great information him and his team have up here for Berks County play. Don't cover too much in the pack, but they will cover the Berks County as he covers Boyertown, being in Berks County. So most touchdowns in a game this year goes to Nick Singleton thus far with. Six in one game. Now he's got a tie with Lennon Neiman from Kutztown. Nick Singleton also in third there with five touchdowns against Calico, and he'll make this list again with five touchdowns against York High. Gage Moyer, believe it or not, on that list with four against Schuylkill Valley, um, and he did that twice as he did it again against Anvil Cleona. So just some interesting stats, but most rushing attempts per game and we have a Board guy on on the list. He's pretty far down at the bottom here. But believe it or not, it's Ryder Garris. So 23 rushing attempts for Ryder Garris, and that was against the Postgrove game that he was at the helm the entire game and going into four overtimes. So, yeah, so 30 rushing attempts. He's like seven. Yeah, about seven. So Jaden Jones from Wilson of the Bulldogs, he's got 30 rushing attempts against Mannheim Township so much your other stats here. There's, uh... some things that i thought were kind of interesting most passing yards in the game was Tanner maddox he's gonna come in one, two, three, fourth. Fifth. Fifth with fourth and fifth. Eighth. Yeah. <laughs> so his most passing yards in the game 289 yards passing against Conrad Weiser. It's like an NFL stat. What an accomplishment for him. I mean, yeah, it is. It, it really is. So J.R. Strauss up at Exeter is tearing it up this year. He's a Villanova commit. And most receptions in a game. He's got eight receptions against Central York, which was coincidentally their first game of the season that they lost. Hmm. Uh, and a tough loss for Exeter. Um, but he has eight receptions in that game and him and Joey Slaffer up there are tearing it up for Exeter as they're gonna compete. Uh, and they're up 20 to seven right now at the half in their first round of districts. So, move here, longest touchdown runs, Gage Moyer, 95 yards against Schuylkill Valley. So Fleetwood, Gage Moyer on 95 yards against Schuylkill Valley on the longest touchdown runs. Again, this is all from Mike Drago Sports, some stats that he puts together that I thought were really interesting. Leo Egby makes the list at 79 yards against Methacton, a game which coincidentally, Eric, you and I were not able to be at. And what a game that was as they ripped Methacton pretty good there in pack league The homecoming king. Yep, Leo Egby on a 79 yard. Wasn't that our homecoming too? It was our homecoming night, so he had a good night. So 79-yard touchdown for Leo Egby against Methacton as he hits the list. Longest touchdown reception, number three on the list. Now J.R. Strauss comes in at number one for Exeter, coincidentally against us for 88 yards. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't. Jerry's and, over there loving it. <laughs> and Jason Oakes comes in third on the list up against, uh, against Upper Perk. First game of 80, season. First game of the season on an 85-yard, an 85-yard touchdown reception for Jason Oaks, who is now injured and not able to play tonight. So just some interesting stats that I thought, you know, could kind of culminate the year a little bit here. Uh, all from Mike Drago Sports.com. He
5: does a great job.
2: He, and Mike does an excellent job. He's been involved with Berks County Sports for ever since before you, when you and I even played in high school. So have been writing uh, for a long time here. So we got about five minutes left here until the teams come back out on the field. We'll take a quick break. Tigers are up 22-7 Eastern Conference Championship. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
1: Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs, whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app, walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us. We'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium, a few minutes left here to play, or I keep saying to play, but for for them, get ready for them to come back out on the field, and I'm sure they're getting warm in there. As I'm not sure exactly what the temperature is right now. Let's get a quick check on that. 36 degrees in Boyertown and continuing the drop, looking like it's gonna be below freezing by midnight and I gotta be I gotta be honest with you I'm, I'm toasty here I'm not too bad and, well, and enjoying this call here tonight uh, as we are on top of the booth not inside the booth last week we were fortunate enough to be inside the Thank booth God. in torrential <laughs> torrential downpours that were coming in border town I can town. Say
5: that, that was probably one of the few few things during my career of playing football but playing on turf rain is one thing grass and rain and mud was just not my thing. Even being a lineman and getting all dirty, it just gets everywhere.
2: So waiting for the teams to come back out. We got a we got a game here tonight, Eric. Yeah. I mean twenty two to seven. The Bears are still in this one. We can we saw them last week come out of, you know, thirteen down thirteen nothing at the half. They come back out. You know, they score on a a punt return from Roman Marinello for 65 yards, which coincidentally, I didn't mention he was on that list. He made the list in third and longest punt returns for touchdowns this year in the Mike Drago Sports, uh, you know, list there. And it gets a a spark for the Bears and they're able to shut down defensively. They're able to shut them down and score one touchdown. Then Roman Marinello scores another touchdown. Uh, Upper Marion able to break free goes up you know, and puts more points on the board, but Boardtown ultimately able to come back up and win 20-19 to 19 last week against the Marion uh, team, you know, in a pack crossover game. And
5: we're only down 15.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's two it's two scores and, yeah. you know, and, and a two-point conversion. Yeah. And, and or a field goal. Just, just uh, uh, I want know. to see Foskey kick a you field do, goal. You do, I know. <laughs> He's got, I, I believe, I've, i got to pull it up here. He's got 25. Field goals on the year and one was blocked so he hasn't actually missed an extra point the entire season and you
5: know Jason Or Justin not being here and him kicking a field goal, you know Justin would yeah, yeah. be crazy. So
2: Justin Connick our grid irons uh, services uh, sponsor or you know is you know affiliated with uh, <laughs> with Zach Foskey and Justin's not able to be with us tonight as he yes. is down in North Carolina and not able to see this eastern conference championship game and, and nobody knew town was going to get here tonight so you schedule your life yeah. and you gotta I go i mean just think
5: i mean you gotta say about fob you can't say enough about it i mean throughout the season he was playing you know soccer. maybe two or three soccer games yeah. a week plus playing football plus football practices plus soccer practices and from what i understand he's a high honor roll student too so I mean, that I, says yeah. a whole lot i, I, I mean that uh, says a lot
2: a high honor student he's playing two sports you know he comes out and kicks for the football team he plays Soccer, and he plays all the way into districts as Boyertown goes two games deep into the districts before they ultimately lose and have to go, uh, you know, end their season. But then he's here again tonight. So Zach Foskey, you know, a key senior here for Boyertown and you can't say enough about him. Again, you know, he, he, you know, he missed one game for a soccer yeah, game. Yeah, one game. He yep. missed one yep. game. You saw Ryder Garris kick an extra, an extra yeah. point that night, you know, and you can't say enough about him. So Justin Connick, if you're listening, buddy, we miss you up Absolutely. here in the booth. And yes. uh, Gridiron Services, player of the game, will be coming up here around the end of the fourth quarter as we'll see who we thought was the standout player of the night yeah. here for the Bears. And it's tough to make that call week <sighs> in and week yes, out. And there's nights that we scratch our head and think, who should we pick? You know, and you watch these guys play, you know, in a Gridiron football every single week. Absolutely. And, you know, Iron Man. they're playing both sides. And it's, it's, it's tough so the teams are taking the field they're going to get warmed up and stretched out as they're going to get ready for the second half Town will receive the ball in the second half so right now the stats coming in i got so maddox tanner maddox 136 yards passing 53 percent completion anthony panarello not able to complete anything thus far and let me see. Gavin Morris on 21 yards rushing right now, th- averaging about 3.5 yards per carry. Maddox, he rushes the ball 15 times for three yards on the average. And Dylan fix 45 yards, and Roman Marinello has got seven yards rushing for Boyertown. So Egby, not on that list. Waiting for the stats to come in on that. So my. Son Luke Hunter actually helping out with statistics here tonight as we're trying to keep a good close eye on this one with the Eastern Conference Championship trophy on the line. And Fleetwood up 22-7 right now. A few minutes left in the half as the teams will talk about it. And Coach Miller's got him in there having a talk with him. And listen, this this is the last game. I mean, yep. they're, 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 this, this is not playoffs. There's not another game after this. Nope. This this do not plan for And if, if if you're not playing in college, I mean,
5: this is it. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of guys that we played with and I mean, we've been in this situation. This is the last last two quarters of your senior year of football.
2: So if, a few guys maybe go on to play, I mean, yeah. we spoke with Luke Orway's mom. Yes. Um, uh, you know, prior to the game, you know, he's got uh, some offers from Miscordia and an offer from I Believe Lebanon Valley. Yep. And you know, and, and I'm sure he'll have more come in. I mean, even like yeah. Coach Miller said in the interview, you know, whoever gets Luke Orway next year is going to have one heck of a player. And Leo Egby, I'm sure, is going to go somewhere. I haven't gotten any word on, you know, offers that he might have, but how do you not give an offer to, to a guy like that that just runs lights out and gives you everything he's got on every down? And, you know, Roman Marinello, you know, going to go somewhere. Kyle Pry can play somewhere. Yeah. You know, and you got James Treburen, who's starting on the line this year. He's never played football know, in his life. I, I heard that. For the first time this week, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" He's
5: never played He's starting, football. starting, and never played football ever.
2: Like, yeah, you know? I mean, he comes out here, and having never played, and and just starting, you know, it's just it's it's amazing. So, getting ready for this one to get back underway in the Eastern Conference Championship is Tanner Maddox will tee it up, town will take the field, Roman Marinella will go back deep to receive you can tell the players that are in every down because they got no sleeves on underneath Eric and then Maddox teeing it up waiting for the whistle you're
5: you're squibbing this here he's gonna squib it
2: Maddox he'll kick it deep right down to Marinello Marinello will pick it up at the 12 he's looking for a few blocks He'll head to the outside, but not quick enough, and he'll be brought down at the 21-yard line as Anthony Panarello will have to start him from there. Right now, Leo Egby's got 60 yards rushing, 4.6 yards per carry, and he's fought for every. 4.6, I think that might be a little light. Well, he's averaging that, oh. and then, so you got, yeah, you that's know, true. how many carries you have for one yard, yeah. two yards, yeah. four yards, and that's your average, right? So 60 yards rushing tonight, and he's fought for every single one of them coming back in that tight set. Panarello, under center, handoff. Looks like Dagby up the left side. He's still fighting and he he will not go down by one guy. No. One guy cannot no. bring him down. No. You he's got to get somebody Lag on to, the play. got to get somebody to tie him up and then wait for help. Late fl- like oh no. Looks like Egby's going to be
5: okay, slow no, to get up. No, he's fine.
2: Look like I got a little
5: bit of a
2: the back maybe cuz that, that's a Ooh. Looks a block in the black against Boyertown, against so. Personal foul, that's not a, yeah, wow. That'll back him up. Again, we talked
5: about it. We did really great on the first quarter. We can't have these dumb well, mistakes right now. Listen. I know it's
2: only one time, but yeah, still. Yeah, overall throughout the entire season, you can't say enough about you know, how, how far they've come. So is gonna have twins right, Egby. Panarello's back to pass. He's gonna overthrow Gio D'Addario on the right sideline. So Bears moving from left to right. Panarello's rolling out under pressure and nobody home there on the right side as Gio D'Addario was the intended receiver. 11.35 left to play in the third. Just got this one underway. Panarello. He'll bring him up to the line. Back in that tight set, Marinello in the sl- wing slot. Cade Sennett in the game. And handoff up the right side. No, Panarello will keep. Again, I get confused. That's actually Cade okay. Sennett on the carry there. So Cade yeah. Sennett's going to take that one on the end around and come up. But slow hmm, start. Not um, enough. To move any kind of change or anything so it'll bring up a fourth and twelve for the bears with 11 10 left to play in the third eisenhard, in the punt. eisenhard will have to punt this one away He's another
5: one this year that has had a great season punting
2: uh, i mean i've seen some punts this year from other teams eisenhard's right in there i mean he, he could go into the college and definitely punt in college this one not as good as yeah, the as rest good. of his, and he'll only punt this one up to about the 38-yard line, sorry, 38-yard line, and boardtown will down it right there. Yeah, that that's probably one of his weaker punts of the season, we just gave him praise. So senior, yeah, I feel like every time we do that, it comes back to bite me. So yeah, I'm not praising anybody from the rest of the game. Senior <laughs> Jason Wright will down that one. You heard him, his name mentioned in my talk with Coach Miller, this week, too, another senior that stepped up. Don't oh, praise him. I, listen, <laughs> but a senior that stepped up. <laughs> no, I know. I up, know, I know hey, who it's is. the last game of the season, and you got to give yes. the shout-outs where you can. I mean, yes. these guys, you know, you can't say them. The whole team, I mean,
5: it, the whole team. And we've talked about it this year from the first game until this game. It's, it's been different people. I mean, it, Maddox it's Maddox out
2: of the gun, handoff, left side. Oh. He's got Gavin Morris. He'll fight. He'll break three or four until he's finally drugged down at about the 23-yard line.
7: First down.
2: They are fighting for every inch, breaking tackles here, and it's a cold night. The hands got to be cold for them too. So brought down by Jason Acrey for Boyertown. 10:30 left to play in the third. Defensive
5: tackle getting down the field, making that play. Got to.
2: And I mean, I,
5: we've been saying it all season too with the way that we pursue the ball. That's one thing we do. We always pursue the ball very well.
2: Maddox in the gun. Two right, one slot, nope, they'll go trips. Single setback, one left. Snap back, handoff up the middle. He's got Gavin Morris, and he'll take off into the end zone, sorry, Gage Moyer. Gage Moyer, Gage Moyer on the touchdown for Fleetwood. <coughs> and Fleetwood so will strike us out and ran again. Ran up the middle. Well, and I saw this in film this week watching them, so anytime they go trips right, right? They go trips to one side, and they got it one guy far out to the left. Y- you're thinking pass, yep. but it's not. No, Because he'll
5: open up and split your safeties. And one thing I've noticed, these two running backs have very good vision. And they're, they're when they break through the line, they're cutting to the outside right away. They're making that
2: first, you know, cut step. And it, it's, they're good at it. So Maddox on the kick, the extra point. It's up, it's through, and it is good. So one more for the Tigers as they're up 29-7 here with 10.05 left to play in the third. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
8: We're striking man. She's on the TV. Setting fire.
6: Congratulations to the Bears for reaching the Eastern Conference Championship Game for Muscle Massage Therapy, LLC, at 399 South Reading Avenue in Boyertown. We are currently hiring Pennsylvania-licensed massage therapists for part-time positions. We offer flexible hours, good pay, and a wonderful work environment. Call Tiffany at 610-246-8197 for more information. Need a massage? Go to musclemassagetherapy.com to make an appointment. Muscle Massage Therapy, LLC. We put the R. Uh, in massage go bears
2: back here at tiger stadium maddox did we, will come on and kick did this we make one. it all the way to england rick i, I got a comment <laughs> on that commercial that is the best so muscle massage therapy my friend tiff me is the owner there and what a great great business yes. she runs there in boyertown if you uh muscle aches or the variety of different services that she provides. So see Tiff and at Muscle Massage Therapy in Boyertown. Maddox quick kick up the left side, picked up by Hayden Sizenko, and he'll be directly at the 40-yard line, and he'll take a hit. Sophomore Hayden Sizenko getting a little bit of action in there on special teams, as Maddox is pretty much kicking this ball all over the field yeah. when he kicks it off. And Gavin Morris made the tackle. You, you keep, I feel like you keep calling the same names over there at Fleetwood, too. And, yep. we, and we know that they have other guys. Yeah. But, you know. So, Boyertown down 29 to 7 right now with 10 minutes left to play in the third. Gonna have to pull those quick strike plays out now in yeah. this kind of hole that you're in. So, Panarello. You need all under the center. time on the clock
5: that you can at this point.
2: Panarello under center. Quick pitch out to Eggby. He's looking for a few blocks. And he'll cut back and bring it up to about the 42-yard line. Gain of one, maybe. <clears throat> maybe cuts it up a little too soon there. Looked like he had some room on the outside. But he, he likes that contact. He likes yeah. being able to run through the line. And, 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 you know, what more do you want from a fullback? Yeah, right. I mean, he wants to take the hit. He's willing yeah. to take it on. You know, I, I try to tell all the guys that I've ever I've ever coached, you give the punishment. Don't take the punishment. Yeah, especially and at deposition, th- You're getting hit all the time. I think Egby takes that personally. So, Panarello under center, Egby. single the setback. And I'm going to call – I'm going to say offside on Fleetwood. Yeah, I'm going to say – yep. And they're trying to put the rush on here. You can see them trying to, gut. you know, jump the blitz. Yeah, I mean, you got a young quarterback. You're going to do that. I mean <laughs> – Not so young anymore, I mean, Panarello starts the season. Championship game, you know, it's, you know. The pressure's on, so that'll bring up a second and four for the Bears from their own 46. 921 left to play in the third. Panarello's under center, he sees something. Looks like Fleetwood's moving some guys around. Panarello, Egby up the middle they will take it for three, not enough for a first down, but it'll bring up a third and short for the Bears. They need to
5: go back to that wing T style of thing they were doing. That seemed to be working the best. Does,
2: and you know, we, another thing we talked about pregame is that you know you watch Fleetwood and they will pull their guards. Mm-hmm. And they'll, they'll move their linemen. They have linemen that have a little bit of ability to them. Um, you don't see a lot of that from Boyertown. So Panarello under center, Egby, single setback, Two left, one in the slot. They're calling. They're trying to get the offsides call, and Fleetwood's indicating that they think it's going to be against Boyertown. They're trying to get them to jump offsides for an easy first down, but I'm not sure that that's what just happened. So we'll see. wait for the call here. Nope, it's on defense. Defense can't do what they were doing. They can't make.
5: All right. Yeah. So, can't do that. Offsides on the Tigers the defense here. can't jump around and cause the offense to jump offsides.
2: They'll get a first down on that and keep the ball moving here. And they're in the Tiger territory on the 46-yard line. First and 10 for the Bears with 8.35 left to play in the third. Panarello under center. He's back to pass. He's looking for Gavin Chamberlain deep down the field, but oh. almost intercepted by Tanner Maddox. He put a little bit of push on that. And Maddox was about to have himself a game on both sides of the ball there. Yeah. So that first down was brought to you by Penn State Health at St. Joseph's on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. It'll fall incomplete, but it's fortunate for Anthony Panarello as that one was almost, it was in and out of the arms of Tanner Maddox there, number three. Really having a heck of a game on both yeah. sides of the field right heck now. Heck of a season. Panarello, second and 10 for the Bears. Heels under center, two left. He's got Chamberlain in the wing. Egby in the backfield. Looks like a handoff to Egby. Nope, will keep it and back to the line of scrimmage there. Yeah. look like it may have bobbled a little bit. You got to figure there's some cold hands here tonight. Eight oh eight left to play in the third. That'll bring up a third and eleven for Boyertown. It's it, clock's ticking. Got to look for that big play right now. I, mm-hmm. I, you're not, I, and obviously that's why he's going to the pass to Chamberlain down the seam. But you got Tanner Maddox in coverage there. I'm, I'm not sure you throw that ball. No. Panarello's back to pass again. He's escaping one, two. He's going to have to run. He'll cross the 40 and be taken out of, out of bounds. Very there. close for
5: a first down on that one.
2: Looks like he'll run out of bounds at about the 36-yard line, and they drop the chains. So we'll see where it ends up. 740 left up
1: and four for
2: the bears. so he went out of bounds a little bit before i thought he did there i'm not so sure about i don't know there. about I, it. yeah i don't know about that it's the last game i mean it, I, yeah I, I really thought he had first down there yeah. but it, okay so, we are on the opposite side yeah. of the field you know 740 left to play fourth and four for the bears here penarello under center he's got egby you got to think he's probably going to him, but they're stacking the box Oh and fumble. A fumble in the backfield and Fleet Boy will recover. We did not need that. So a broken play for Boyertown. Looks like a different set there. Looked like we were maybe gonna see a little bit out of Roman Marinello, who we yeah. have not seen much from no. him in the second half here. 7.35 left to play in the third. Tigers up 29 to seven. Maddox will come back on the field. He'll take the ball from his own 44 yard line. 10 at the 44 yard line. We'll see if the Bears can put on a stop here, try to get something moving here and halfway through the third quarter. Maddox in the gun, motion left. He's back to pass. He's got a man quickly to the outside. He'll cross the 50 and be chopped down at, by Roman Marinello. That's a name we haven't seen yet here tonight, Eric. No, big 85. Will Ryan, number 85 for the Tigers on a reception out the left side. So getting some more guys involved in their scheme here. The clock will continue to tick. Seven twelve left to play in third. Bortown letting them in their own territory here in Fleetwood. Keeping this one moving, Maddox will not stop. He's got his foot on the gas. So he's in the gun. Two right, one left, single setback, man in the slot. He calls for it. It's a handoff up the left side. Brought down Cole Marinell by Cole Marinell. Gavin Morris on the carry. He'll cross over. That'll be a first line. down. Yep. For the Tigers. Six to fifty left to play in the third. Clock will continue to run. First and ten on the Bears forty five yard line. Maddox in the gun. He's got trips right. Watch for that run. He'll call for it. Yep, it's a handoff. Straight up the middle. Gavin Chamberlain will get a hand on him. Gavin Morris on the carry for the for Fleetwood. He'll gain about six on the play. It, able to run the ball at will right now. Yeah. Town just doesn't have an answer at the moment. Gavin Chamberlain on stop there. Kyle Pry with some help. Not a whole lot on Defense here with Luke Ordway, not able to get in there for the sacks as he's heading in for big numbers in his career here at Boyertown. Maddox in the gun, he's back to pass. He's looking down the right sideline. There's nobody there. Ordway almost in for the sack on that one. And Maddox will continue to run. He's gonna be brought down at about the 30 yard line. So Ryder Garrison on the stop. And that'll be another first down for the Tigers. And again, Maddox is just elusive.
5: Yeah. Elusive. I mean, he dropped back 10 yards, Rick.
2: He I drops mean, back c- 10 yards. He drops all the way back to Boyertown, yeah. looks towards Fleetwood, got <laughs> yeah. nobody home, and yeah. then runs Right Ran up to over the left to side. Kutztown. <laughs> <laughs> and runs all the way down the left side. So another first down here for the Tigers with 5.39 left to play in the third. Boyertown's got to find an answer here, get the ball back. See if they can get something moving here offensively. Maddox in the gun. He'll handoff up the left side. Up to about the 20 yard line is Gavin Morris for Fleetwood. Ryder Garris Cole Marinello in on the stop there. Too much, too much, too late in the game. Yeah. Much One too thing late. Fleetwood's
5: doing is you're, a lot of the names we're calling as their seniors. It seems like they're saying, you know what, seniors, here you go. Last game, go win it.
2: Well, you know, you're, unfortunately with, for Boyertown, you're, you got, don't have as many. <laughs> well, you don't have as many, but as you get towards the later end of the game, if the score doesn't change too much, you're going to have to start doing the same thing. So Gavin Morris on the carry up the right side, brought down by Cole Marinello for Boyertown. That'll bring up a 2nd and 11 for the Tigers. A little bit of help there from Matthew Cavallari on the stop. Eastern Conference Championship here between Fleetwood and Boyertown. Fleetwood is up 29-7 with 4.45 left to play in the 3rd. Not the way Boyertown wanted this one to go thus far. Offensively, not able to get a whole lot going for them. Tanner Maddox in the gun, two left. He's back to pass again. He's looking deep in the end zone and broken up, almost, almost intercepted. Yeah, that was Almost intercepted was in coverage out there by Gio Daddario, Roman Marinello, and I can't see Ryder Garris in there as well. It looks like Maddox is trying to just Throw it, you know, get some get some passing yards racked up here yeah. for the Tigers. As He's going to – this will be his last game before he heads off to Villanova next year. Mm-hmm. And what an accomplishment. I mean, he's on the other side of the ball, but you you, you got to <coughs> honor the accomplishment that he's made here in Berks Jason County. Jason
5: Wright was inv- involved in that Jason
2: Wright game. filling in for Brandon Shane. Maddox throws down. Nice defense. a flag oh on my the play God. by Roman Marinello. I don't think he sees the flag. He thinks it's lights out, and they're going to call pass interference on him. I, it looked like to me he just had a handle around his back, but I didn't see a good, face that guard. That
5: was, that was good deep. That, that was, was good
2: defense. I, I don't know. We'll see. The, they're going to call pass interference on Roman Marinello, but interference against Warriors now. So that'll, that'll pay pass interference down at about the five yard line. And wow, not what you're looking for there. It was a third and eleven for the Tigers and. That'll be enough to give him a first down, looks like.
5: That's rough right there. Come on. Let the kids
2: play. So... 422 left to play here in the third. Are I'm we not, having a, are I'm we not we sure the chain crew knows what's going no, on. No, uh, is this going to be like last week? Well, it, it wasn't a first down, but they think it was. And I think that's the problem here. Is like, I don't know. That, okay, so it is. It wasn't a clear cut. That yeah. So in, in in high school football, you don't get an automatic first down on a pass interference. So uh, not sure of the yardage. Now they're still they're going back. So I, I think that they they're, they're thinking. See, you watch too much NFL, and it doesn't apply to high school. So on a pass interference call, it's not an automatic first down. But whatever the yardage is, if you have enough yards on that penalty to give you a first down, then yeah. you get it. So this will bring up a third and two for the Tigers on the Bears' 12-yard line. Maddox, quick snap, up the right side. He's got his man and in, in for another touchdown, Gage Moyer. Gage Moyer. So Fleetwood will lengthen their lead here as they will go up 35-7 before the extra point with 417 left to play in the third. Not the way I saw this one going, Mr. Butcher. No,
5: absolutely not. I did not think it was gonna end like this, or it's not over yet, but I didn't think it was going to go like this.
2: Yeah, well, we still got quite a bit of football left to play, and miracles do happen. Although I don't know that I can see, you know, may, maybe some fumbles and some interceptions, a couple pick sixes—you never know. So, yeah, anything's possible on a Friday night. Tanner Maddox in the kick the extra point. It's up, it's through, and it is good. So Fleetwood up 36 to seven over the Bears, 417 left to play in the third. We'll be back here at Tiger Stadium. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
8: Exeter Gutter Cleaning wants to wish the Voyertown Bears good luck in the Eastern Conference Championship Game. The professionals at Exeter Gutter Cleaning specialize in gutter cleaning, installation, repair, gutter guards, and pressure washing. If your gutters are leaking or need replacement, call in Exeter Gutter Cleaning to fix the problem. Check us out on the web at ExeterGutterCleaning.com, on Facebook, or call Chris at 610-698-3877. 7-6, 7-6, go Bears.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium, sponsor, Exeter Guller Clean, good friend, Chris Herter. Yes. Sponsoring the broadcast here tonight. Thank you to Chris for sponsoring the Eastern Conference Championship game here tonight. Tanner Maddox kicking this one. He just doesn't seem like he wants to kick it too much. So Robert Garris will take the kick at the 30-yard yard line and bring it up to about the 38-yard line on an 8-yard return. As I mean, he hasn't came off the field except for... The kickoff? Kickoff, yeah. Well, no, kickoff, he's on the field. Kick oh. return. Yeah, kick return. And so. towns only had to kick, to kick it to them twice. Yeah. So he's been on the field the entire game. I got I to gotta feel... I, do you let him keep playing in the fourth quarter if you got this kind of out? Senior year, lead? absolutely, 100%. I guess you do. I mean, you yeah. give him the choice anyway. I 100%. Mean, you're you not let saving him, play. him for anything at this Championship point, game, senior year. Pff, there's no let playoffs. Him play. There's no playoffs to go Unless to. Unless there's so. a Villanova coach
5: on that sidelines right now that's calling you on the phone saying, get him out. Yeah. You leave him in. Yeah. That.
2: So Panarello out of the gun. He's looking to pass from the left. Oh, got so it. it. It's Complete. caught by Marinello up at the 50-yard line. He'll take it to the 48. Nice nice block
5: by uh, Leo Egby on that one.
2: Uh, Luke Ordway on the catch, my mistake. Luke Ordway on the reception. So Luke getting a little bit of the play here tonight in his senior year, his yeah. last game. Can't say enough about he, Luke yeah, Ordway.
5: Yeah, you can't. You can't say enough about all these kids.
2: Just as a, a team as a whole. I don't know if it's just because I'm a hometown guy or not, ultimately, but, you know, you can't not love this team and the group that they are here. So, Panarello in the gun. He's got two right. He's back to pass again. He's looking almost a one-handed grab. Ordway, the intended receiver again, he reached out for it with those long arms Yeah. and not able to haul that one in, a little overthrown by Anthony Panarello, so that'll bring up a second and ten for the Bears. From Good. Nice play, though. That was a fantastic play. I like that play right there. I, you got to get underneath. So the coverage is deep, right? Okay, so Tanner Maddox playing on the left corner. He's going to play in that cover, too. He's going to drop back into his zone, and you got that underneath play. You got... Marinello heading up the seam, and it's gonna open things up for Ordwear there for the reception, so if that's not overthrown, it's probably a first down. So Panarello will keep this one running around the end, but he is met directly at the 50-yard line and driven all the way back. By Maddox. Maddox having himself a game here with forward progress. I think that Panarello might have gotten back up to the their own 49. Nope, they're gonna, I don't know about this spot. We're Holding. Okay. So drive the Bears back even deeper and they'll accept the penalty. So second and 24 here. So second in Boyertown for the Bears (laughs) trying. You gotta look deep, you know, I mean, but you got, I don't know that you throw to the right side with Tanner Maddox playing on that corner. You know, even and, their other corner is one of their receivers, you know. I. I you got Ordway, so penarello's back to pass. He's blocked, the pass is blocked at the line of scrimmage. Looked like he was looking to the left side to either Ordway or D'Addario. Down by number 88, Sheldon Mason Mustiano was the corner on the other side of the field. So you got three on one side, number four on the other, and it's a shutdown situation. It's almost like having Deion Sanders and Charles Woodson out there and you're not able to get anything going. Yeah. 317 left to play in the third. So third and 24 for the Bears. Back pinned all the way at their own 37 yard line.
5: Gavin Chamberlain out here, why?
2: Gavin Chamberlain out wide with Marinello, Kate sent it in the game in motion. Panarello is back to pass. He's launching it down the sideline. He's got Luke Ordway and incomplete. Where's that flag? Ordway's looking for a pass interference. I let him play. No. I Luciano in on the stop there and broken up that play. Pass intended for number 28, Luke Ordway. So with 3:10 left to play in the third, it'll be a fourth and 24 for the Bears. And they will keep the offense yeah, on the field. Wing it. <laughs> let it fly. Just Joe Montana it, right down the <laughs> center of the field. Throw it high, yeah. let it fly. Yeah. So 310 left to play in the third, fourth 24 for the Bears from their own 37 yard line. Panarello's in the gun, that be next to him. Get to Leo
5: and let him drag the team. Send
2: it <laughs> in motion. Now we got a flag on the play. It looks like oh. this one's gonna be against Boyertown, wow. so start on Boyertown, send them back five more, fourth and 29 for the Bears. You gonna punt now? Now you got a Freddie Mitchell situation. You're punting. <laughs> well, you don't want to give the ball back to Tanner Medics in the third quarter with three minutes left no. to play and let him launch one pass down not, the gauge. Not, not on
5: the 30-yard line, Brett.
2: Gage Moore takes off on the right side or, or even Gavin Morris for, for the Fleetwood Tigers. Needs a good, better punt
5: than he did the last time. He had probably the worst one of his season the last time.
2: So Eisenhardt punts this one away. This is his kind of punt. It'll cross midfield down to the 42 yard line. And Maddox will have to start from there. Three minutes left to play here in third. Fleetwood will take over in their own territory on the 42 yard line. Bears need something big here. Fumble sack interception, fumble sack interception. You need something big here for Boyertown. Get some life and then let this offense take over.
5: Then onside kick, get the ball back, throw a bomb, touchdown, then do another onside kick. What's Jerry want now? Is Exeter still winning big? <laughs>
2: no, uh, Exeter's up over Southwestern in the first round of the playoffs. 23 to 14 with one o seven left to play in the third.
5: Ooh, look at this reverse Little pass, Rick. Oh, there, back yeah. pass,
2: and now Maddox is look gonna launch arm. it all the way down the field. Caught at the 15-yard line. He will stumble in to the end zone for a touchdown. Mason Mustiano, flea flicker throwback pass. Reverse flea flicker throwback pass. And Maddox just making it look easy now. Dude, that was, that was a sixty-yard pass, easy. Like he effortlessly. He threw from the thirty. He caught it at the eighteen. Yeah. And then ran the other eighteen and yards. Well, he
5: also dove two yards into
2: the. <laughs> what a ball! And he made it look easy yeah, as well. Tanner that, Maddox, yeah. number three for Fleetwood. So he's gonna kind of stay in and kick the extra point, and they got an athlete here. Extra point is up, and no good. no good. It will hit the crossbar. No good for Tanner Maddox. No Tigers will take even more of a lead, 42-7 to here over Bordertown, Eastern Conference Championship. 2.48 left to play in the third. You're listening to the Barrier Sports Network.
3: In-home oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability, and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains, strains, and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre- and post-surgery treatment, and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, in-home Oxygen offers low- and high-impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium in Fleetwood, Eastern Conference Championship Games. Boydertown is down now 42 to seven. Tanner Maddox, number three, we'll kick this one away. And we'll see where he kicks it to this time. He's kicked it all over the field here tonight. He'll launch this one deep, back to Roman Marinello. Marinello will bobble yeah. it at the 15, but pick it up and be brought down yeah. hard. And I—that was a hard stop. He got bent backwards at the 15-yard line. That would look like it hurt a little bit. Yeah. So basically, no return. Yeah, he
5: hit. looks like he's hurting a little bit. He, he but he ain't—he's not going to come no, off the field. You're not—you're not getting no, him off the field.
2: You are not going to get a Marinello off the field. And you tonight. call him what? You call him a Swiss Army knife of he the is. team. He's the Swiss Army knife of this team. I mean, throughout the entire season, we've seen him. On the bubble screen, we've seen him on the deep pass. We've seen him run the ball up the middle. We've seen him play defense and have interceptions and and, and all over the field. So, Egby up the left side, he'll take for about two yard gain. And we haven't seen much from Egby recently. We've got to go back to their bread and butter. And you said that at halftime. Maybe you stay with it. And they I mean, have. At this really point, you're
5: so you're you're just playing for pride.
2: 150 left to play here in the third. Tigers up 42-7 over the Bears. Bears have a second and eight from their own 17-yard line. Ordway will split far to the left, send it into the right. penarello under center. Looks like he's back to pass. He's looking for Ordway and it is... Intercepted. Looks like it's intercepted by Mason Mustiano and Fleetwood will take back over in Bear territory. Yep. Well, this is the, this is the point of the game where you start trying to force things a little bit, trying to get the ball down the field, and just bad things happen sometimes. I mean, you can have a big play. I'm come willing up. to bet right now. Taylor Maddox is passing
5: the ball. Coach is going to let him do what he wants right now. It's his offense, senior year. He's going to say, "You call the plays you want, kid, and go to town."
2: Well, I mean. Here's the good thing. <laughs> you, you, you play Fleetwood next year. He's not there. You don't have Tanner <laughs> Maddox next year. You got- Or Jack, you don't have their running backs either. You got Jack Riffle, sophomore, who'll be a junior next year for Fleetwood. Handoff up the left side. Gavin Morris will take it for about three and yards. He's a
5: senior too. And he's been running the ball very hard today.
2: One thing to mention, when you mentioned Tristan McFarland, he's been playing all night tonight. He's a freshman for Fleetwood. So a freshman at 6'2", 170. Shoot. And he's been in all night tonight, offensively and defensively. So you got freshmen coming up that are that size, playing that caliber of football. It's, uh, it's something to really look forward to if you're a fleet, you know, Fleetwood coach. So the clock will continue to tick. We're down almost the last two seconds. They'll get it off for the end of the third quarter. Handoff up to left side. That's Gavin Morris on the carry. And he'll gain about three on that. So, end of the third quarter here. Tigers up 42-7 over Boyertown Eastern Conference Championship.
7: Like we'll be
2: right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
0: If you're looking to buy or sell a house, you need to contact Joe Wynn at CB Realty 1. With nearly 20 years in real estate sales, Joe and CB Realty 1 are first-time buyer specialists, offer discounts that others don't, and are the most reliable realtors serving Berks, Montgomery, Bucks, and Philadelphia counties. You can win with Wynn by calling 267-421-3504. That's Joe Wynn at CB Realty 1, 421 Two, one, three, five, zero, four.
2: Back here at Tiger Stadium, beginning of the fourth quarter. Tigers will kick this one away to Boyertown. They're up 42-7.
5: They're not kicking it away,
2: Rick. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Get I'm your lizard. brain freeze. No, I was brain looking freeze. down. I'm looking down at a few things here, and I was, I was found it interesting. Yeah, they're driving. I'm sorry. So it's a third and four from... <laughs> The Bears 19. I, I don't know what else. So, Owen J. We talked briefly about them earlier. How they squeaked into the playoffs. They are currently up in downtown 41 to 10 in the third quarter. So it looks like they're going to advance to the second level of district play. Exeter is still up, and then it looks like the Bulldogs will take the lead up at Wilson 36 to 26. So Wilson will came on strong late in the season this year. I listened to it again, back to MikeDragoSports.com and uh, how Wilson had a push here late in the season to prove that they belong where they are right now. So Tanner Maddox will come back in. He's in the gun, two right, one left, single setback. He's moving them around. Gavin Morris will switch sides. Bears need to stop here. Looks like we got a false start against the Tigers. So back them up five yards. Five yards will be third and Maddox looking to the sideline, trying to get the call. They'll bring them back up to the line. Third and eight for Fleetwood here. We haven't even ticked off one second off the clock here in the fourth quarter. Maddox in the gun, handoff up the left side. Gavin Morris will take it. Looks like he tries a game three, but he's pushed back hard by a host of Boyertown defenders. Gavin Chamberlain in on the stop there.
4: 11:42,
2: no, clock's ticking time. here fourth in the fourth. 42 to seven, Tigers up in the Eastern Conference Championship. Bears not having the night that they hope hoped for.
5: No, absolutely not. But a lot of hope for this team. A lot Fourth of hope for this team with this, with this young group that we have.
2: Fourth and eight for Fleetwood. Maddox in the gun. He'll call him out. Trips right. Well, I think he's going for the pass here. Yep, He's back yes, deep he to is. pass. He's being chased by Ordway. And Maddox was taking it down the sideline. He'll reach out NFL style, try to get the extra yardage for the first down, and he will get it. I'm gonna call him just shy. And you see, I don't. I haven't seen that all season where he kind of reaches out a little bit, looking for that extra yardage. You're at 42-7. Why not? Yeah, yeah. He's 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 having a night here. So not enough for a first down. So Bears will take over on downs. They'll start a bit here from about the 16-yard line. First and 10, 10-40 left to play, and you know they want to put some more points on the board here. I mean. Yeah. Got to get some digging. You can tell
5: Fleetwood's putting in some other players here. They just called timeout. They're, yeah. Change up personnel a little bit yeah. here. You got 10.5 left to play in the get game. Get some of your seniors that maybe don't see a lot of field time.
2: Well, I'll see what Boartown does here. And with this senior group, you know, Coach Miller, uh, it's, uh, very attached, speaks very, very, very highly of this senior group here. He's going to want to keep his boys on and let them finish out the night. Oh, you'll absolutely. probably start seeing seniors that didn't get a lot of That's playing time. That's what I'm time. talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. You'll see the seniors that didn't get a lot of playing time. I know when I played, you know, <clears throat> my senior year, a bunch of my, you know, uh, classmen, classmates would come on the field that didn't play every down. Yeah. Let them get in the game. you got to get some varsity playing time out there. and finish out the season strong. So 10:31 left to play in the game. Tigers up 42-7. Bears have the ball on their own 16, first and 10. They'll come back on the field. Fleetwood still talking about it. Ordway heading right back out to his spot. The whole split far left. Bears moving from right to left. Looks like Panarello is gonna start out in the gun. He's got one left. Egby's in the eye, Panarello will come up under center. Strong right handoff to Egby, up the right side, he'll break free, he's across the 30 and finally down at about the 32 yard line. So that'll be a
5: first down for the the Bears.
2: The, the offensive line
5: did a great job. The, the tight ends and receivers did a great job. They gave Leo a great hole on that one. So
2: this first down is brought to you by Penn State Health, St. Joseph's Primary Care, Urgent Care, Emergency Care, On Demand Care, the best care anywhere on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. Panarello under center again, Egby in the eye. He'll hand off to Egby up the right side, but he'll be met directly at the line of scrimmage. Looks like the ball's Ball. out, we'll see. Fleetwood says it's theirs, not so sure. And flag. now a flag flies. Egby's still down. He'll get up slow, but he will get up. Fleetwood says it's theirs. Taylor Max has got it. I'm not sure that they're calling it their no, ball. No, I don't think so either. Maddox comes up with the ball, but I'm not so sure that they're going to give him the ball. I think he stole it. Yeah, Boyertown's O still out on the field. So, Egby will fumble on a cold night here as it's dropped down to 32 degrees here in Fleetwood for the Eastern Conference Championship. We are outside with you boys. <laughs> yeah. 9.40 left to play. Bears down 42 to seven. Ooh, we call Boyertown personal foul. Somebody's chirping in there, I and mean, you're down by a lot. I'm not so sure that that's not what you want to see you don't want to leave the field on that note leo just ran the ball and got you down that now you're going back to where you started yeah kind of kind of bearing themselves here a little bit but you, you, again you don't know what's happening out there on the field so no. panarello will come under center again, and like they always say it's always the second
5: guy you don't know what the first guy said
2: panarello under center eggby in the eye kate senate is in motion He'll fake the pitch, he'll look for the pass, and oh. Gavin Chamberlain wide open at the 25-yard line, and Panarello can't hit him. Flag on the play. Uh, so, as he's chased down, looks like some miscommunication on the route. Panarello throws under duress and not able to connect with Gavin Chamberlain, as that could have been a touchdown. Yeah. Now, I don't know that Chamberlain has the speed that Marinello or Egby has, no. but he's wide open. He's definitely crossing He's a big guy trail. to take down, though. He is, and one hard worker as well. Fortunately, he's a junior, and we will have him back next year. Eric. Are we so going
5: back again? Was that on us?
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the point of the game where you just uh, you want to oh. throw your hands up. 924 left to play in the game. Tigers up 42-7. Bears are backed all the way back down inside. Their Second and 10.
5: 35. Second and Boyertown.
2: That's not Boyertown. That's second in Hamburg. <laughs> <laughs> that's second in Cabela's. Yeah. So Man. nine, twelve left to play in this one. Second and three. Miller called. Coach Miller called a timeout. Oh. He's not jumping up. And oh down no no tonight. no! Coach
5: Miller's going after the refs. He's he's out midfield right now. Well, what do you got to
2: lose yeah. at this point? And that's one thing that I, I, I said I said it last week. Coach Miller will fight for these boys constantly. Like he, he just he's not having it. Throwing his arms up now, the headset came off. Oh early. yeah, he's not happy at all. You can tell he's very passionate and I like that. He's extremely passionate about this team. And I again I you know the record is never indicative of, of your team. Now, if you're a fan of your other team in your school, obviously you feel a certain way and we're homers, we're bored yeah, Absolutely, throw throw. We bleed yeah. red and black. But at the end of the day, We get the inside look, you know, with a lens that that sees what the love is for this this team and what these boys are capable of. And, you know, I hope that we see a lot of these seniors move on and play in college. And I'll I'll certainly follow them. I mean, looking forward to their next level and their next ventures. And even the next sports they might play. Basketball's coming up the track. Wrestling. Panarello out of the gun. Nope, Chase Ristine. no, nope, Panarello. It is Panarello, and a pass up to right, Luke Orway yep. at the 21-yard line. I Thought I saw a change 80. of numbers there for a second. I thought, did we did we throw the towel in? I hope not, so yeah. Coach Miller's gonna keep his Coach Miller's never gonna throw no, the towel in. We, you, no. you don't
5: quit when you're from Boyertown.
2: No, this is an Apollo Creed situation here. There's no towel being thrown in. You're going to keep fighting till the end. So, Bears down 42-7, 8:42 left to play in the game, 3rd and 22. So, a nice completion of Luke Ordway, but not enough to give him get him inside first down markers. I bet you you're drawing stuff.
5: You're Brett Farvin' that stuff in the dirt right now. Let's just wing it out there.
2: You got to run the oop-de-oop. So, Panarello yeah. out of the gun. He's back to pass. He's looking down the left sideline. He's got Ordway. Oh, Ordway yeah. catches it at the go, 50. go. Took to the 30, 25, 20. No. He's fighting them off down at the 15 yard line. Luke uh, Ordway, yeah. this is his last game yeah, as a senior. Yeah, that's a great throw He's and not catch going right down there. without a
5: fight. Great throw and catch. Beautiful throw and catch. You he should have just kept running. He
2: shouldn't have tried to stop and throw the I, guy past him. He's got the power. Hey, listen, a nice stop and go on his part. He's going against. Mason Luciano, sophomore, 6'2", 150 for Fleetwood, who's having a great shutdown night on the corner, but Luke Ordway coming yeah. in at 6'2". Again, you know, you gotta think, you're up 42-7, ah, I'm gonna get a little re- relaxed. He's got to stop relax. and go. He's got to stop and can go, can't. and he beats him. So Panarello pass under center. Great Egby. pass. Quick pitch out to Egby, right side. He's looking for a block. He'll take the corner. He's inside touchdown. and in for the touchdown, Leo Egby. Number two, number two scores his second of the night. With 7:34 left to play in the contest, the Bears. That's one thing will put we six don't more. quit. No, qu- you, you know No, no. Every interview I've read that anybody's talked to Coach Miller after any game this year, he said, "I love that my boys don't give up. They don't give up." You're coming out, finally getting a kick again. So. Zach Foskey on kick the extra point. How does, he, how does he stay warmed up? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hope he's got battery pack, you know, yeah. sweatshirt underneath yeah. that jersey. Snap is back. It's up. It's through. He is still perfect other than that block. So, Bears will score again. Tigers still up 42. Bears have 14, 734 left to play in the game. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
1: Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs. We have all the components to get you back to the health you need. Our primary care physicians and specialists see you soon. Our urgent care centers see you quickly. Our emergency room sees you now, and our on-demand app sees you anytime. Whether it's our primary care, urgent care, emergency care, or on-demand care, Penn State Health St. Joseph delivers the best care anywhere. Visit us on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org.
2: Bear showing some life here with 7.34 left to play. Luke Ordway on a long, long reception. And Leo Egby punches it in just after that. So 42 to 14, Tigers still up in the Eastern Conference Championship here in Fleetwood. Foskey will stay on the field and get a little more action here as he'll kick this one away. And you can look at Fleetwood. Look how Fleetwood's lined up, Rick. (laughs) They're gonna call a timeout on the kick return. I'm not really, I'm getting, well, but, I mean, no. absolutely. But it's typical, you throw your hands team out there and you, you, you do what you gotta do. I mean, what do you, what do you, what is there to talk about? So, <clears throat> some scores coming in, Perk Valley Pac-10, Pac-12 champions this year. They are up 42 to 14 over CB East. They will likely advance to the second round. Exeter just coming in with a score here, up 31 to 14 with 542 left to play. They're gonna to advance to the second round. So Jerry Gellif Media will call two games next week at Exeter and Berks Catholic as Boer will finish their season up here tonight, no matter the result, as it's the Eastern Conference Championship and not the playoff bracket here divisionally. Spring forward up Oh, sorry, big spring up 42 to 28 over Comrade Weiser. Comrade Weiser not looking good here to advance uh, in further into November. Foskey's on the kick. He's waiting for the whistle. Hands team on for Fleetwood. You know an on is coming as Ryder Garris is even Look, in the game. Killer
5: Maddox is now on the field.
2: <laughs> Got to get your hands, boys, <laughs> yep. out there. Foskey. Hill on-sides it. It doesn't... It goes. No, they touched it.
7: They it's touched our ball. It. It's our
5: ball, Bordertown ball.
2: Didn't go 10 yards, but they touched it and we got the ball. Gavin Chamberlain's calling it. First no down, call. Bordertown. And Bordertown will recover the onside kick here with 724 left to play. Didn't, I, I was looking at it and I'm watching it, Eric, yeah, and d- I'm like, I it's, was not like going, it's not going to go 10 d- yards. Don't touch 10. Don't touch it. Don't
5: touch it. I'm thinking, oh my word. Derek Fleetwood coach does not look happy, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Listen, it, <laughs> you're up 42 to 14.
2: I mean, come on. I don't, I don't know the mentality of the coaching up here and, and how they no. are, but Panarello will get another chance at it. Luke Ordway's is oh, gonna split Ordway to set. He's set. is the single setback. Quick pitch out to Egby up the right side. He's looking for a block. He'll cross midfield. goes. And he is loose down the sideline. Yeah. 40,
5: 50 10, 5. Touchdown, Leo Egby. And we got ourselves a ball
2: game with six minutes left, Rick. So an onside kick. Leo Egby takes it, runs down the right side of the field. And Egby with his third touchdown of the night. That's a
5: beautiful run right there. We talked mean, about it in the season. You let Egby get out to the outside. You let him down the sidelines. You're not catching the kid.
2: Even when he likes to hit, but he can run too. 6.51 left to play. The Bears are within 22 right now three-score game, ultimately, with a two-point conversion, but Foskey will be Two timeouts, six minutes left. Foskey here. Seven minutes, actually. He'll kick the extra point. It's up, it's through, it's good. It's 42-21. Tigers still the the up. 6.51 left to play so in the Eastern know. Conference Championship. Sit on the edge of your seat right now. Yeah. We might have a game on our hands. We'll be right back. You're listening yes, to the Bears I Sports I Network. I ain't just
0: blowing smoke. Lesson's in your
4: mama's face. I know this time Paul and Dre, they won't tell me what not to say. And know me my party days.
3: Ooh. <tries> In-Home Oxygen and Medical Equipment are Berks County's foremost sleep apnea equipment specialists. We have a full line of CPAP and BiPAP supplies, including the area's largest variety of machine masks and cushions. Respiratory specialists are on staff to assure proper fitting and explanation of sleep apnea devices. We accept the most insurance companies of any provider in the area. In-Home Oxygen at 103 Lancaster Avenue in Reading. Call 610-929-2004. In-Home Oxygen.
2: Boyertown trying to make a statement here. Looks like they're going to have another onside kick. And, I mean, my goodness, could you recover two in a row, Eric? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know that that's <sighs> ever been done.
5: I, Has it?
2: I like, I'm know. talking about any uh, time know. ever in football history. I'm sure it's been done, especially in the NFL. 6.51 left to play. Foskey, another onside kick. It'll go 10. Oh, we got it back. I don't know if it's you got it back again. again. They're calling they it again. I'm not sure. That's Boyertown's ball. That's Boyertown's ball right there. They're fighting in the pile here. Let's see the call. That's Boyertown's ball. Nick Panarello saying it's theirs. Yes! it is! Uh, Woo! 2, two, two onside on-side kick returns! Are you kidding oh me right God. now? Are you kidding me? 2 onside on-side kick re- re- c- recoveries for Boyertown. I wish,
5: Jerry, uh, we need film for next year. My goodness. 42-21, wow. to 41.
2: the Tigers are up. Better stop complaining and cover the ball, guys. Nick Panarello, now this defensive line is looking like they want to rush. Watch the kick, Give Agby. it to Leo. Panarello, Ba-boom, it's there the it is. play, up the right side. he will be met two yards on the gain. They'll shut him down there. He better hold onto that ball tight Yeah, tonight. they're going for the ball right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, two on-sides kick return here I know. in the Eastern Conference Championship. The clock will tick, 3- 6.35 left to play. Boardtown still has two timeouts. Tigers have one. Bartow's Barky's warmed the line. up now. Indeed, Panarello is in the gun. Egby sidecar left, two right, one left. He's looking deep down the field for Luke Ordway, and I see a flag. Two flags on the play. We got a I pass interference. That might be, that might be on Ordway. Yeah,
5: I think that's on Ordway.
2: I'm thinking they're calling a push off on Luke. Hey. It's an aggressive. It's aggressive right now. At this point, you've got nothing to lose.
5: I would have tackled him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So six fourteen, Bears giving us a little life up here, trying to keep us warm. I think it's down to thirty one degrees up here, probably. Yes. It's uh
7: Yeah Oh
2: yes, Fleetwood interference on Fleetwood. (laughs) And the Tigers. Oh my god, and that's a spot foul too, Rick. The wow. Tigers crowd is losing their minds right oh now. Oh, my God.
5: Where was that all season?
2: Uh, Where
5: was that all season, Folks, Rick? I hope
2: you're still with us.
7: 6 14 yeah, left
2: to
5: play. Oh, my the God. The Bears driving Six here. Six minutes
2: and 13 seconds. Panarello under center. Egby in the backfield. Quick pitch out to the right. They love that play. Egby will cut back. He's still driving, still fighting. He'll be brought down at about the twenty three yard line. We still got two timeouts. We're <laughs> under six minutes. Woo. Bears down by twenty one. It's a three possession game here.
5: Yeah. Three possession game, but still. Whether I mean, we win or not anything can this, right now. right now, I mean whether we win or lose the game, this team's not stopping. They're
2: making it a ball game. They're they're Really upsetting the fans of Fleetwood. Right Absolutely, now. Panarello under center. He's got trips left, one right. Egby up the right side again. He's brought down at the 19-yard line. We got some aggression. I think on right this now field. you're
5: you're making a statement for next year. Sure. That's what you're doing. Sure. You're saying Exeter and Jerry Geloff, watch out, we're coming for you next year.
2: <laughs> well, they're losing J.R. Strauss, and Weird <laughs> Town's well, coming. Guys. Panarello looked like he wanted to try to pitch it. Nobody was home there for the Oh pick. yeah, the got man. a late hit. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that might be intentional grounding, though, Rick. I, th- if that's a that's I a hard know. one right there. Not sure the call here. We'll see. 5:04 left to play. Here's a penalty flag on the field. Refs will talk about it. Intentional yep. grounding on Boyertown. Town. So.
5: I got to give the That was a that was a good call. I got to give that. Yeah. I give it Was that. almost
2: intercepted by the yeah. defensive line. Yeah.
5: You know, they talk about the team having rivalries. We have to have a rivalry with Exeter. It's it's our thing.
2: I think your rivalries with the refs, Eric. <laughs> no, I'm good with the, the refs Nine. are who they are, but. The second and 15. So second 15 for the Bears, five, under five minutes to play here. Down 42-21, but they got some life here late in the game. Panarello under center, Kate Sennett. Rick reverse, Roman Marinello. Oh, he's, he's going down, down. 10. 10. 10. five down, down. Oh, yeah. 34 Roman Marinello. There you go. Roman Marinello in for the score, and the Bears will bring it closer here <laughs> with five four forty-five left to play in the game, the Eastern Conference Championship, and the Bears coming on strong here in the fourth quarter. We're just getting warmed up, Rick. I hope we're getting warmed up because I'll tell you right now, I'm, freezing Eric, I'm pretty cold. Yes, <laughs> But you know what? Getting ready for deer season. So Foskey in the kick, the extra point. It's up. It's good. Yep. And still perfect. Is perfect. So Can we Tigers, go up, in a row, Tiger's up 42-28. The Bears showing a lot of life here late in the fourth. The Eastern Conference Championship. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
6: Congratulations to the Bears for reaching the Eastern Conference Championship Game from Muscle Massage Therapy, LLC, at 399 South Reading Avenue in Boyertown. We are currently hiring Pennsylvania-licensed massage therapists for part-time positions. We offer flexible hours, good pay, and a wonderful work environment. Call Tiffany at 610-246-8197 for more information. Need a massage? Go to MuscleMassageTherapy.com to make an appointment. Muscle Massage Therapy, LLC. We put the... ah. in massage. Go Bears!
2: We're Back going. here, Fleetwood Tiger Stadium. Bears are going for a
5: third onside. Yeah, side and Taylor Maddox said, you know what? I'm not staying in second row. I'm getting up front. You
2: got to kick it at me. So Fosky, he'll kick onside oh, again. He's he'll go to the front. other side. It's oh, no three again. for three. three! Three for three! It bounces off Fleetwood. Three for three! We got to fight on no, the field. No, that's Fleetwood. Fleetwood will recover. It bounced off Fleetwood. It looked like the yeah, Bears. That was a shot three for
5: three. That was good onside kick. So
2: I see a fight on the field yeah. and not one flag is thrown.
5: No, it was Helmet to Helmet. They the teammates split him up, I saw it.
2: Yeah, but that's a good that's good yes. by the refs. Yes. Like you don't need more nonsense out of here. No. Keep the laundry off the field.
5: But the team the team broke it up themselves. But
2: that was a, that could have been three
5: for three. Yeah. Goes he's, to
2: try to kick it. You know, he's been kicking it to the right side. I'm Maddox, telling you what. I'm telling you what. That's a smart soccer play. Soccer or football. Where does he do in college, Rick? That's I mean, a smart play. I mean, he kicks he newer it to Maddox, a right, right like, side, onside kick every time. They're this bombing line. this. Defense better watch out. Maddox and the gun. Nope. That is a Wildcat. Dire, yeah, Wildcat. Wildcat play up to the 45 yard line. I'm, and that scrum, I'm not even sure who had to carry there. It looks like. Fifteen, yeah, number fifteen, yeah, Gavin Morris again on the carry there. So with 4:12 left to play, Bears have two timeouts, showing some life here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, two onside recoveries in a row. Yeah,
5: you got to be careful right here though, because you're you're gonna. Taylor Maddox is probably a little upset I right now. I hope he
2: throws an interception right here for a pick six. Oh, he's gonna keep it. He's running up the left side. He's loose. He's down to the 30. 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Tanner Maddox is a little ticked off right now and jumps in for another touchdown. So he runs it. Oh wow! Fleetwood player injured, looks like. So. No, oh, maybe not. About a 30-yard run for Tanner Maddox and <clears throat> for the touchdown here, as Fleetwood will large in their lead here with 3.45 left to play. It's all right, though. Still got three minutes left.
5: Yeah, well. Pride, Rick. At hey, this point, it's pride. You, I, you met, w- winner, you. Win or lose, to come back from where we were, 2 onside kicks, on almost a third one. That was really close right there. I, I, I'm sorry, but that, that was a really close third on-sides kick.
2: Well, we, we talked about it uh, uh, on the ride up here tonight, and I said, listen, I don't know which way this goes, but I just hope it's a good game. Yes. And, and up until basically the fourth quarter, it's kind of been a one-sided game. Yes, and yeah. gave us so, so much life here, and you got to show them a lot of respect. So, Maddox, blocked. his kick is blocked by Cole Marinello. Cole Maranello blocks the extra point of Tanner Maddox. That's a little punch in the mouth there. So with 345 left to play, Tiger's up 48-28. The Bears need another onside. We'll see. We'll take a break. You're listening to the Bears Sports Network.
3: In Home Oxygen has all the products you need to reduce strain, improve ligament stability and protect healing tissue. We will work with your orthopedic specialist to treat chronic pain, overuse injuries, sprains strains and arthritis. We also offer solutions for injury prevention, pre and post surgery treatment and rehabilitation from the leading manufacturers in the field. No matter the brace you need, In Home Oxygen offers low and high impact bracing solutions for everyday activities and sports. Our fit specialists can help you get back to your favorite activities today and experience a better quality of life. That's in-home oxygen and medical equipment on the web at inhomeoxygen.net.
2: 30, 45 left to play. Tigers have just struck again. So 48-28 over the Bears. Don't be, don't be surprised if Taylor Maddox kick kicks this really short and on the ground. Maddox kicks it. It's a squib straight up the middle. It is picked up at the 22-yard line, and he'll be dropped at about the 25. Fleetwood trying to make a statement waiting for a number here to see who was in on the return. Number Geo 17, Gio D'Addario. Yep. 17, Gio D'Addario. So 3.28 left to play. The clock is ticking. Blairtown has two timeouts left. They're down 48.28. Clock is ticking here on a cold, cold night here at the Eastern Conference Championship. Fleetwood looking like they're gonna take a trophy here tonight and there will be a ceremony afterwards for that. Panarello, will bring him up to the line. Gio D'Addario split far to the right on the far side of the field. On the left, Tashier moving right to left. Luke Ordway on the left side. It's a quick, nope, he's gonna fake the pitch to Egby. He's gonna launch it down the sideline and it is caught Caught. at the 48 yard line by Gio DiDario. He beat Taylor Maddox. Playing on Tanner Maddox there on the comeback pass. Yeah. It looked like he throws it a little bit short and gives Gio Dario a chance to come back and grab the ball. So they got their foot on the pedal. is gonna spike the ball at the 48-yard line. Save the timeouts. Clock needs to stop. The clock's not stopped. So the clock's still ticking here. He spiked the ball to stop the clock. I don't really know. What are, uh, maybe he didn't spike the ball, did he? I don't know what the deal was what? there. I was, I was actually surprised he was. Spiking the ball, so Panarello, quick pitch left side to Leo Egby. He's loose, he's across the 50. He's, he's down to 40, uh, he's gonna call. take it to the house again. Nope, he's being chased and out of bounds at the 12.
5: The ball comes holding, loose. Holding, call. Oh, on Fleetwood, he just called
2: that on Fleetwood. So.
5: Flag
1: play.
2: Egby. Oh, oh. Egby was brought down at the 16 yard line, but it will come back on a holding call. Give it to him again. Leo Egby getting loose here. They switched sides. They were going right side, right side. Looks like they like that short side of the field here. Coach Miller likes to put the strong side on the short side of the field. Nice pass up to Gio Dario. So the Bears will have to back that up a little bit on a holding call. So it'll bring up a second and 16 with 1.57 left to play. The clock is still ticking away. Panarello under center. Handoff. Boom. Roman Marinello up the left oh. side. He crosses midfield, breaks he one tackle. He's, tackle, he's still goes. on his feet. Oh, on and he breaks all it! He's, he's out of 20. 15, 10 go. 5 Touchdown! Beautiful Roman right. Marinello with 136 Roman left to play. Roman Marinello sticks one more foot in the end zone. Wow. Oh my god. I thought he was down back at the 45. oh he, he, Again, we never stop. I, you think he's down back at the third at the 45-yard line? We're going onside's kick, Rick. <laughs> I, I I don't know even know what to think of this game right now. You know, you think that unfortunately the Bears are in a huge deficit, and now I don't even know what to say anymore. So Zach Fosky on for the extra point. He'll kick. He's up. He's good. 136 left to play. Perfect. Tigers up 48 35 We'll take a break here in the Eastern Conference Championship you're listening to the Bear Sports Network Now check
0: up to know what's up cuz I'm living it up I'm living it up with a cup full of God knows what got lies to cut and it feeds my soul I need this
8: more Exeter Gutter Cleaning wants to wish the Boyertown Bears good luck in the Eastern Conference Championship Game. The professionals at Exeter Gutter Cleaning specialize in gutter cleaning, installation, repair, gutter guards, and pressure washing. If your gutters are leaking or need replacement, call in Exeter Gutter Cleaning to fix the problem. Check us out on the web at ExeterGutterCleaning.com, on Facebook, or call Chris at 610 698 38 8, 7 6. Go Bears.
2: 136 left to play. Fosky's teeing this up for another onside kick. Boardtown has already recovered two out of three tonight, and we'll see we what he's got three. here. We
5: recovered three. Ah, didn't on. give it to
2: us. 48 35. Bears are down. Fosky's looking for which side he wants to kick this one to. It goes. Not 10 yards. Not 10 yards. So why are you throwing the flag? Only goes about six yards. Fleetwood's fired up here in the stands. Bears have two t- two timeouts left. It's Fleetwood's ball on the Bears 48 yard and I'm line. I'm telling you right now, Taylor Maddox isn't lining up in victory formation and taking this knee. Well, Bears still have two timeouts, so they need a first down. So 1.24 left to play. Clock is ticking. They'll take their time though, of course. Mm-hmm. Tigers up 48-35 Eastern Conference Championship. They're looking to win a trophy here tonight. They've already, this is their third Eastern Conference Championship that they've been in. They've since lost two, so this would be their first trophy to bring home. <clears throat> Maddox in the gun. He's got two split left. Two backs. Timeout coach, oh, delay a game we got a whistle here, we'll see. Looks like timeout. Nope, five yard penalty, delay, uh, delay game. game on the Tigers. So that'll back them up into their own territory and they'll have it on their own 47 yard line. Clock's still running at this point. Clock's still running away. 46 seconds left to play, he'll take it. knee. Oh, yeah. Coach, Coach Miller called a timeout. There and it is. And Coach Miller called a timeout, but the clock's still ticking away. Three seconds burn off the clock after a timeout call. I, I
7: hate
2: to critique people. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know. The, the refs are horrible, Rick. Just say. It's the, not refs the refs, are they're not controlling the clock. They call a timeout. The, the refs still. are horrible, the timekeeper's horrible, the chain crew's horrible. <laughs> they can't bl- you know what? <laughs> they're I'm all not, volunteers. I'm not blaming anybody in yeah. this game. The yeah. Bears, you know, no medals for Valor, but you know, Give them, give them some credit yes. here. This is a lot all of heart. heart. This is all heart here tonight. As the Bears dug themselves. I, ho- out I of mean, a huge they, deficit. they definitely do not walk away with their heads down. No, no, Bears dug themselves out of a huge deficit here tonight, putting up 35 points in the second half. And you know what? Do you you can't say more about that. I mean, they're down 22 to seven at the half. Sorry. So they had seven points in the first half. So. Maddox, up the, he'll hand off up the right side, and Gage Moyers brought down backfield for about a three yard loss. Timeout, Bordertown. So, Bordertown will take timeout. They'll have one left after this. 30 seconds left on the clock, and you need two scores to win this game right now, so. Yeah, but
5: you know what? Coach Miller wants the ball back. Hey. He, let the kids throw a bomb. I Give mean, you've seen the two
2: long runs. Give them a chance, so. Some big boys out there playing tonight and fighting for every single inch. <laughs> Tough game here tonight. Ryan Spangler in there on the front line for Boardtown two tonight. Not getting much much mention here, but doing a really great job as well. So thirty. Seconds left to play in this game. They'll line up in the victory formation. So that'll bring us to the gridiron player of the game. So Eric, who's your gridiron player of the game tonight? Ooh, I,
5: Rick. I don't know. I mean, I, I wish I could say the whole team. I mean, the whole senior class, the whole team. I wish I could say that. I mean, at this point, you have Leo Egbe with three touchdowns, Roman with two. Yeah. I, I, I got to go with Leo, I guess. Uh,
2: yeah. So. <clears throat> Leo Egby will be your player of the game tonight, brought to you by Gridiron Services, full service property maintenance, building and remodeling. Call Justin Connick at 484-614-0670. Gridiron Services, make the call, we do it all. That'll end this one here tonight in Eastern Conference Championship as the Bears fought, 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 fought in the fourth quarter, but just came up just a little bit too short. They'll lose this one here tonight, 48 to 35. We'll take a quick break, come back for some final thoughts You listen to the Eastern Conference Championship on the Bears Sports Network.
1: Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all your health and wellness needs whether it be our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg Maiden Creek and Straustown seeing you quickly our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now or our on demand app walk-in lab, mammography and imaging services seeing you anytime we're ready when you need us we'll get you back to the health you need to live the way you want visit thefutureofhealthcare.org to learn more
2: well this will wrap things up here tonight at the Eastern Conference Championship in Fleetwood man what a game we yeah, just yeah uh, great game can't say Fantastic. enough about you know, the fight back and forth Fleetwood goes up you know 22 to 7 in the first half where town comes back in the second half able to fight their way back up the ladder and and gave us I mean a heck of a you know, a game is a lot of excitement. Four yeah. onside kicks. They actually recovered two in a row yeah, out of that. Yeah. Something that you don't see. Yeah, I'd like to season. know the stats on that. That's something I'm gonna be Googling <laughs> this week. Yeah, so Google magic on that, Mr. Butcher. So it it's it's been an interesting season. A lot of things could have gone different ways. Boardtown still makes their way into the Eastern Conference Championship. Can't be you know, more proud of your seniors out here tonight as they take the field and line up for the tri- trophy presentation for Fleetwood, Fleetwood's 30th in conference championship. They will win their first ever here in the 21 years of the program. This will be it for Board of Town season, and I know for myself, Eric, what a pleasure it's been to watch these boys Absolutely. play. Absolutely. The family bond that they have, the passion of Coach T.J. Miller and all his assistants that work with him closely, and this is – for me, is the end of one season, but the beginning of a long future here, hopefully yes. with Jerry Gellif Media and you know, I like covering these I'd like to thank Jerry days.
5: for inviting us to do Number this two, this year, it was fantastic.
2: Dino, i like to thank Jerry Gellif for you know, his media company and all the work that he does, and, and giving us an opportunity to be here along the ride here with Boyertown as they ultimately end the season Number five and four, six, and uh, they're gonna get called out here tonight, five, and uh, one by Andy. one to finish this one up under the lights. In Fleetwood. So that'll wrap things up here for the Bears Sports Network. Eric, it's been an absolute pleasure having you side by side with me, buddy. We go back a long, long time. My son, Kieran, nicely here with us tonight. Uh, as a producer, so we thank you for joining us this year on the Bear Sports Network, look, forward to, look forward to us this year though still in boys and girls basketball as well as wrestling, That yep. I think you're going to be involved in a little bit with Possibly wrestling Eric, I'm yep. going to help out in basketball and Who knows?
5: maybe we'll get some stuff in there talking about maybe. the upcoming season and just talking to people and maybe doing some interviews this year if, if Jerry lets us,
2: yeah we'll see we'll do some podcasts and wrap up the season here so stay tuned for that and we'll get some word out about that And to stay tuned to Jerry Gellif Media as Exeter advances in the playoffs tonight as well as Berks Catholic will play next week after a first round bye. I'll be up there doing some color next week with uh, some great announcers at Berks Catholic as they play Cacalico. So we thank you for joining us this year on the Bears Sports Network. Follow Jerry Gellif Gellif Media and the Bears Sports Network for the coming seasons to come. For myself, my co host Eric Butcher, and my producer Kieran Nicely, we thank you from Number the listening Dennis to the Bears Sports Internet. Network from the Eastern Conference Championship atop the, the booth here tonight. Yes, sir. Have a good night.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Bears Sports Network. The game tonight was brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at thefutureofhealthcare.org. In home oxygen and medical equipment at inhomeoxygen.net. Moyer Industrial Contractors of Gilbertsville. Muscle Massage Therapy LLC. Exeter Gutter Cleaning. High pressure washing and painting. And CB Realty One. We are so appreciative that you joined us for this exciting football season. Stay with us. In the coming weeks for coverage of the winter sports schedule. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gell of Media. Good night.